Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. I hope you guys are ready to get crazy because this week's interview is quite crazy. Oh yeah, you know it's always a blast when Spencer Garrett's inside the farm. Oh yeah, and he's bringing Alicia Minshew with I him. Know, and, I oh, know. Oh man, what a joy she was to talk to. That's so you guys nice. Are <laughs> in for a real treat. I'm just. That's all we can say. Exactly. It's a real treat. Exactly. Seriously, like we tease in the weekly address, just have your drinks, have your popcorn ready, because this one is damn entertaining. That's right. Like so good, so good. But that's later on in the show. Now let's get a little crazy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Holy moly. 114. 114. Holy shit. Yeah. Insane. Just flying by. It really is. It really (laughs) feels... I know we said this a couple weeks ago, but it really feels like episode 100 was just like yesterday. It really does. I mean, it it just... It's unbelievable to me. Maybe it's, you know, the COVID corona quarantine thing. Maybe maybe it's just because we have so much fun we're doing. I know. I don't know, but it is flying, bro. Dude, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. We appreciate all of our listeners who are still getting crazy with us since day one. And man, we've come a long way. (laughs) Just say. <laughs> just saying and of course your host with the most myself jlo fantastic and the one and only mouth what's up yes we got some great stuff to talk about this friday we're talking disney we're talking warner brothers we're talking the oscars we're talking kevin oh, mayer leaving disney I, like, what although we did call it yeah just saying we did call it yeah yeah might be a little pissed, might not. I mean, his <laughs> his statement may say otherwise, but yeah. you never know. You, you never, never know. know. I you mean, it's know. all about how you interpret things. That's right. Um, but then, of course, before we get this thing started, you know we got to plug our website, crazyantmedia.com. Yes. That's where you can start shopping for the latest and greatest Crazy Ant Media gear. Literally, buy something for all seven days of the week. It's so true. you can get a little crazy all seven days. People will ask you out and about, oh, what is that? Yeah, that looks nice. And hell yeah, it does. It's true. just saying uh, great prices and great quality products guys you will not regret regret purchasing a crazy ant media item gear the quality is top notch yeah i mean we wear the shit out of ours and it is like you bought it yesterday yeah i mean the quality is that good so you guys it's well worth the price man definitely Definitely. Well, now we got uh, some news. I mean, we didn't talk about it on the show when it happened because it was just so crazy. But, I mean, this seems to keep happening with this type of drug. So, I mean, we thought we should put it in the news. Everybody remembers about a month ago, uh, the Flash actor, Logan Williams, 16-year-old Flash actor who died uh, from a fentanyl overdose. That has just now recently been released this past week. Um just super crazy, man. 16 and 16. abusing opioids. Yeah. This is the kid who played young Barry Allen in yeah. the flashback scenes, you yeah. know, when his mom was killed. And uh, just, it's disturbing, man. Yeah. Um, she did, the mom, she says in her statement, you know, she did everything she could. She mortgaged the house to get him into rehab, and she got him into rehab and was trying to help him and did everything shy, but basically putting handcuffs on him and keeping him in the house, you know, and, um, Sometimes that's what you have to do. I mean, I'm not trying to blame the mom, but no. I feel like, I don't know, she should have done, I don't, because I'm not in that situation, so I feel like I'm not at liberty to say, but in my opinion, if I was in that situation, I would have tried to literally stay with them 24-7. Yeah. I mean, your yeah. kid is 16 years old and abusing 
hardcore drugs. Right. And so, you've got to you've got to as a parent like at some point maybe do something you don't want to do. Yeah. Um she she said, you know, that it was the stress of the auditioning process of acting that was getting to him that's yeah. what caused the drugs to uh, the drug addiction to start. But I I just always reference we were talking about this a little earlier but Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. At some point he knew this whole oh you're getting a slap on the wrist going to rehab does not always it work. Sometimes you have to make the hard decision, and I feel like if you're a parent, you got to have your kid arrested. I know. You got to have your kid put into juvie at that age, 16, or if you're a grown ass adult, Martin Sheen when he had Charlie arrested. Yeah. Um, there's so many instances of this. I just feel like sometimes you have to do what you don't want to do to save your child. I agree. And I, I don't know. It, it's I, just sad news. It's man. a very sad situation and started abusing drugs when he was 13. So, I mean, yeah, it's just absolutely wild. And sometimes celebrities just get the slap on the wrist and don't get the actual punishment that right. all these normal people like ourselves get. So, I mean, case in point, Lori Laughlin. <laughs> yeah. Aunt Becky. Her, Aunt Becky. I mean, we've been talking about it for the past, I shit, 14 months. It's crazy yeah. it's been going on that long. I can't believe she's fought it that long. I know. Like, and I mean, she time and time again has said, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. Well, she's finally going to plead guilty, her and her husband. And she, get this, guy, She's only going to get two months in prison. Yeah, two what months. The fuck? And the husband's going to get five. Yeah. That was part of the plea agreement. Aunt Becky's only going to get two months. After fighting this thing for a fucking year and yeah. two months, right? Oh, more than a year, you're, you're going to get two months in prison. I I think that's bullshit. Man. I do too because, I, I mean, we talked about it off camera. Freaking, it's like 40 years if you're a normal person. Right. I, it's insane. Aunt Becky should be going to jail for years. Yeah. Not two months. No. And I, as hard as two months in real prison is probably going to be for Becky, for Lori Laughlin. Yeah. I, I just... I think it's a bullshit. I think, and I hope personally the judge rejects the plea deal yeah. and, and throws the book at them. Because I do too. I, I just it, it needs to happen. Yeah, because like you said, months and months of saying no, this didn't happen, or no, the government abused its power, or no, we didn't do this. Like, yeah. quit coming up with bullshit excuses and just accept your punishment. Hey guys, your shit stinks too. So <laughs> keep going back to that. I hate that. I hate when they think they're better than everyone yeah, else. Yeah. Now, the biggie that we called. Yes. We called this one. Yeah. We called it, we called it, we called yeah. it. Like we normally do hey, you know kevin mayer out at disney yeah what it was unexpected though yeah it was really unexpected he and he's going to tiktok yeah what the fuck he's going to be the ceo of TikTok. he from what i understand he's the highest profile american executive to ever leave to go to a chinese company oh wow yeah so um but anyway he made the announcement he's going to start at tiktok on june 1st yeah now we've talked about this numerous times he was considered in-house the front runner to take over as CEO after yeah. Iger steps down, right? We all know that didn't happen. In February, Iger did step down uh, as CEO, and Bob Chappick was named CEO. Yeah. Couldn't have gone over well with Mayor. Yeah. I, I can't imagine. Probably, I mean, well, didn't we report that he was at an event and he quickly left because right, of it? Right, so. to come back for the Chappick announcement. Yeah. So I got to imagine this did not go over well. Um, Guys, Disney Plus, we talk about it every week, the huge success that Disney Plus is having. 50, yeah. 55 plus million subscribers, huge Mandalorian success, all this kind of 
Kevin Mayer is responsible That's for that. That's him, yeah. <laughs> that was his job. He was the head of that department. He was he was in charge of the launch of Disney Plus. He was in charge of Hulu. And prior to that, he was Disney's key strategy executive. Yeah. Guys, if you read Bob Iger's book, uh, Ride of a Lifetime, Mayer is mentioned, I can't even count how many times. Yeah. This guy was directly involved and responsible for helping with the acquisitions of Pixar, Lucasfilm, and Marvel. All the biggies. All the biggies. Like, I don't, it's so crazy to me. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I, we're trying to stay positive about the whole Chappic situation because we, all, we love Bob Iger. So we're right. trying to think that he had the best intentions in mind. But I feel like you kind of need to have that creative suit at the top of the food chain yeah. so they can create the best possible products like i mean chapit coming from the amusement parks i feel like could be a downfall for some of their creative groups i i agree like if he has final say on some stuff like uh, it might go the wrong way agreed and right now Iger is in helm of the creative side of it that's why he stayed on as the executive chairman yeah but when he does finally leave and that whole creative side falls on to chapit yeah I don't know. It's scary, man. I don't it's know. It's scary. And I mean, he hasn't even really like done any, it seems like, any CEO stuff because Iger's still there yeah. like taking control, especially during all the COVID-19 right. stuff. But still, like, I, I don't it's, know. it's a little scary. I'm a little timid by it, but we'll see what happens. Like we said, we have faith in Iger, and hopefully he made the right decision right. because we love the mouse. Yeah. We don't want to see them fall Sure, like we that. want to aspire to be bigger than the of mouse, course. but we still love them. Yes. Um, we should say they named Rebecca Campbell. Uh, as mayor's successor to take over uh, in charge of the digital and, and all the international stuff see. as far as the streamers go. She's been in that division for quite a while yeah. underneath mayor, and mayor said it's in fine hands. Yeah. No, you're never going to see uh, miss a beat. It should it should be fine. Well, that's good. It's so, always good to have a female executive pop up too. Exactly. I, I love that. Exactly. And Disney's been doing a good job of that. We should say that. They've been appointing a lot. So Yeah. I mean, with everything crazy going on with COVID-19, this is one of the craziest things that we've seen all week and possibly in a while <laughs> yeah. to be honest with you the 93rd oscars on art until february everybody knows that but the academy of motion picture arts and science is considered about postponing the biggest night of the year for filmmakers yeah uh, i mean right now no new dates have been talked about nothing in you know motion yet yeah. it's still set to go off on its date february 28th but it's being talked about. Yeah. It's being considered. And I mean, that makes sense because it does name it does. a movie that's come out this year that, that could conceivably be for an Academy Award. Yeah, but because like, I mean, we've talked about it on the show. All of the big superhero movies, all the action movies are coming out in the fall. And normally that's the prime time for award season right. films. So I, it yeah. sucks, and man. And there's no way with movies even just starting to be released as late as July or August yeah. that the Academy would have any kind of a way, I think, to legitimately screen all the films that could no, be potential candidates. Sure not. And so, I, I mean, I'm not shocked by this announcement at all. I know. But, uh, yeah, we'll keep you up to date on what happens with that because we have absolutely no idea right now. It might happen. It might not. Um we could see it happening, but it is what it is, man. You it know is. what else we could see happening? Oh, shit. John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Yes. We talk about it every week, it seems <laughs> like. It's been rumored forever, okay? Yeah. Ever since they redesigned him in the comic books and he looks just like John Krasinski. I know. Remember when they did that shit with uh, Nick Fury and yeah. Sam Jackson? Yeah. Just saying. 
we know he's been he he confirmed he's been in talks with Marvel and Kevin Feige about directing a Marvel movie. Yeah. Now it seems like there's some information coming out that he is indeed in talks for Fantastic Four. Mm. Mm. Oh shit! Super excited about. He said in an interview recently he's on tape. We've seen it. He he said it. He would love to play Reed Richards. Yeah. And he would love to direct the Fantastic Four. Yeah. So it seems like this is probably pretty good rumor, probably a pretty good, you know, it's likely true. For sure. So um, they also say, though, it's going to be based on the ultimate uh, Fantastic Four. Okay. Which I love. They're a little bit younger, you know, a little bit different in, in, in how they're approached. So I'm super excited about that. Yeah. And there's also rumors that um, Giancarlo Esposito oh. is also in rumors to be up for a lead. Uh, okay. In this, the Marvel universe, yeah. the key roles. So, um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We know they're talking about redoing Professor X and Magneto yeah. as African American characters and making them significantly younger, just because if they stick to that whole Holocaust survivor thing, they're like damn near 90. Yeah, exactly. So, if you want to launch a franchise in the MCU that yeah. you know minimum a 10 year plan, yeah. these guys would be 100. Yeah, it's so. like 2020, guys. So, all those comic book fans out there, we know, we love you, we appreciate where the word has come from. I mean, it's definitely the Bible of comic books, but I mean, got to make it realistic. Yeah, you got to make it realistic. And I'm okay with like like making them African American. Yeah. As long as you don't change the tone of. I mean, Stan Lee would have tell, told you right from the get go X Men was inclusionary. It was about yeah. people being, you know. Prejudiced against and hated for who they were, exactly. and so I think I think he would be fine. And with especially that. if the two founders are African American men, that definitely exactly. be more inclusion. So we'll see what happens, man. So many rumors going around in the MCU right it's now. It's true. It's true. And we just want to make quick note mention of this: Olivia Holt. If you guys are Cloak and Dagger fans, you were probably devastated, right? It's and so canceled, sad. and it's so sad. But she'll be back. Unfortunately, not for a rumor, uh, Marvel project, but she is coming back to Freeform. She is going to be taking over the lead role in Cruel Summer. Ah. That's the Jessica Biel project that's going to be on Freeform that All she's right. uh, behind. She's also starring in, and apparently they shot the pilot and it was picked up the series, but it's the lead is being recast with Olivia Holt. Yeah, so that's super really excited interesting. about it. And it says each episode is from a POV perspective. So I mean, yeah, that I honestly, it's been a long time since i've seen something that i liked like that so i mean olivia holt's badass so yeah i'd love to see that yeah and apparently she plays like the the everybody fan favorite perfect teenage girl yeah so and she goes missing and then this other girl goes batshit crazy yeah and they don't know if it's related or not related or who but it sounds like an interesting premise so yeah we just wanted to mention that because we're olivia holt fans i mean of course of course olivia holt come on the show Uh, (laughs) definitely but now it's time for some mandalorian news uh timely offent offent yes something you guys know how i pronounce names it's all good um oliphant yeah oliphant there you go that guy um he will be joining the (laughs) cast of season two of the mandalorian Mandalorian, who's not in season two of Right? So far, like, everybody's been announced. Yeah, it's like, crazy. he will be playing Cobb Vanth, a self-appointed sheriff to a town called Freetown in, on a Tatooine. Which uh, we all know, the famous desert planet with Luke Skywalker. Exactly. You guys know. You guys know. Exactly. Uh, Vanth will also be wearing the Mandalorian armor once worn by the bounty hunter 
Boba Fett. What? That's confusing, right? Wait, Boba Fett's dead, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe. No, who we... fucking knows? <laughs> we talked about this last week. Maybe not. All right? Like, who fucking knows? Like, maybe Boba Fett's series is just try- him trying to find this guy. Like, That's true. And then crossovers. Oh, my God. That's fucking true. Badass. That's what they're setting up anyway, because it says that Vanth comes into contact with Boba Fett's armor after meeting some Jawas who scavenged the armor uh, from the wreckage after Boba Fett was killed yeah. in the in the battle with Jabba the Hutt. Remember that? Return of the Jedi? Right? right? Yeah. Okay. So, and we know that Boba Fett, uh, Tamora Morrison has already been confirmed, like J-Lo said, everybody is, yeah. for coming back to play Boba Fett. And so our guess is, and I think the main theory is, is that he's coming for his armor. Yeah. Who knows, man? Justified. Tim, I love Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. So I think it's going to be brilliant. He's yeah. Fantastic. I mean, epic at the Western type role. Yeah. Like, Justified was yeah. just brilliant. So if anybody's going to play that kind of a role and then take on Boba Fett. Yeah. It's him. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and I mean, Disney Plus is developing a whole bunch of shit, guys. I mean, a Percy Jackson series. I mean, I know those movies went over eh, yeah. kind of well, kind of not for Fox, but, um, but it is being produced by... Uh, Fox 21 TV studios and it centers on the teenager who discovers his uh, descendant of a Greek god and sets out right. on an adventure to settle the battle between gods. I feel like for movies like this and movies that might have been amiss, try it as a series. That's yeah. what Disney's going I for right Percy now. I think Percy Jackson could be successful. Unfortunately, the timing of their releases were when Harry Potter was just steamrolling. Oh, yeah. and, and it was and overshadowed. I, I, yeah, and I think it was just exactly overshadowed, and, and I feel like um, what was that? Divergent with Shailene yeah. Woodley? Yeah. I feel like same thing happened because it came out up against Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. I think that's what happened with Percy Jackson. Logan Lerman was fantastic in the role. Yeah, and, for sure. I mean, carried the film beautifully, I thought. No word yet. I don't think he's, I think he's too old now to play yeah, Percy, probably. but he could be involved in the project. We yeah. don't know. No word on that yet, but yeah. we'll keep an eye on that and, yeah. and see what's going on because I'm excited. I yeah. like Logan Lerman. I'd yeah, like to see he's that. a great actor. I mean, especially in the Hunter right Hunters right now. So, oh, definitely. Uh, everybody go watch that on Amazon Prime. It's badass. Al Pacino, so good. Um, <laughs> then this one, guys, I mean, it's honestly by no surprise, but the Last Dance series about the Bulls and Michael Jordan finishes as the most watched ESPN documentary Ever. 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 And I mean, it's insane. The ratings for the final two episodes of the documentary series is finally in with an average around 5.6 million viewers across all 10 of its episodes, beating all previous numbers put up at ESPN Docs. And I mean, episode nine uh, was watched around 5.9 million viewers, up 10% from the week before. And I mean, it kind of slowed down. The hype kind of slowed down, but with it being like the ending number 10, Everybody was on that shit, so it makes it the most watched ESPN documentary, but it's honestly kind of crazy that it was a 10-episode documentary. Yeah, absolutely, and look, over a stretch of 10 episodes, if you can maintain almost 6 million viewers over a 10-episode, I mean, that's impressive. It is. It it is Michael Jordan, so I mean, you know, everything he does seems like to be impressive, but um, he was involved in the making of this. You know, a lot of people took some heat, you know, for that, but... Um, he was involved in the making of it, so 
so. And it's going to be what? It's going to show up on ABC yeah. and Disney Plus at yeah. some point. So yeah. ABC is supposed to be like a week, a month, something close. It's coming on right. soon, especially the TV 14 version, but not the TVMA version. You can watch the fucking the fucks and all that shit, <laughs> the, the cocaine cowboys. Like that is in the <laughs> MA version if you want to watch that on ESPN. Watch the fucking fucks. Watch the fucking That's- fucks. Guys. Zip that done right there. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Oh, oh. yeah, uh, yeah. Look, yeah. we're both so excited about this <laughs> yeah. one. We're jumping to the bunny now, to the so from excited. the mouse to the bunny. Warner Media. Oh my god, it's happening. Yes, it's happening. The Snyder Cut yes. release. Oh my god. Yes. So fucking crazy. It's gonna be awesome. I'm so excited. It's gonna be a 2021, but I'm not sure anyone cares no. because they want to make it as perfect as possible for the fans. Exactly. Uh, there was a watch party for anybody who doesn't know. Zack Snyder held a watch party of Man of Steel. Yeah. And we kind of know there was a billboard up on Sunset. If you've driven by or walked on Sunset, you saw it. You. I mean, so the rumors were rampant. And then it was confirmed. Yes. Zack Snyder confirmed it. The cut is coming. And um, shit, man. I guess this shit's going to be real. I know. He's already said that Darkseid will indeed be in it. Cyborg's role is going to be expanded. Batman's role gonna, is going to be expanded. Character development will be a priority. Yes. Warner Brothers is spending apparently 20 to $30 million to bring back Ooh. the post-production crew to fix all of the special effects and do everything the way Snyder intended. Snyder is talking about that they could possibly bring back the entire cast for more reshoots. Oh my god! Like, what else can we can it's we hear? It's gotta be like a whole new movie. Fuck that other shit. Yeah, this is gonna be like a whole is new movie. Gonna be a whole new movie, <laughs> and he's already at work on a trailer for it. Yes, it's not even coming until next year, but he's already at work oh on a trailer god, for it. So, so fucking excited! <laughs> I, I'm honestly not surprised. I mean, by the uproar of fans that fucking after Zack Snyder right. posted, it exists. I mean, by the uproar of fans wanting to see this shit, Warner Brothers is smart by doing this, right. especially putting the extra money back in. Right. You got your shit together. Congratulations. Proud We've been of singing you. it. Woo! Like. All right, Warner Brothers. Um, yeah, this is exciting shit. Oh I mean, my God. I just go back to think about when when uh, Snyder confirmed that Martian Manhunter was indeed the general in Man of Steel, yeah. and all Green Lantern is probably going to show up in this bad boy. Uh, I'm just all the stuff that has been rumored. The black suit for oh, Superman. The black suit oh for my Superman. God. Oh, I know. The 2021 cannot get here it fast cannot. enough. And if you ever needed a reason to sign up for HBO Max. Here it is. There it is. Right there. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. It's not all good news for Warner no, Brothers, though. No, it's not. It's not. But I feel like it's her fault. But it's, uh, in my yeah. opinion, uh, Ruby Rose, the star of Batwoman, uh, apparently going over well so far in the ratings. But yeah. she has decided to part from the lead role of the CW after its first season. One season. One fucking season, guys. And announces this thing just two days after the series finale. I know. Like, what? what? It's like, I'm what? done. I'm Apparently, done. she didn't know it was as much of a commitment. She didn't want to sign up for all this shit. She was super stressed out by the crossover. Like, yeah. How do you not know this? The superhero genre is the biggest thing right now. Right. I mean, if you wanted to, you could have this show for like eight seasons, six seasons at least. That's the like, thing, man. On the CW, you're all but assured five, six seasons, at right? Least. And do you know how hard it is to to get the lead 
in a series. Yeah. And to have that job for a period of years, there. I mean, most actors would kill for an opportunity like that. So to walk away from one, I know. But we should say she did suffer an accident that almost yeah. left her, you know, Paralyzed, crippled. And yeah. and like, if the stress was getting to her, we just talked about it with Logan at the top of the show. With the, you know, the if stress is getting to you and it's a mental issue and you need to step away, it's the right thing to yeah, do. Yeah, agreed. Um, but I just, man, I feel like an opportunity. But somebody's going to get the gig, and they're going they're they're to be, be awesome. happy so. as shit. I mean, it's absolutely wild, and maybe we'll see a bump in ratings for it. I maybe. mean, it's just such an epic character, so I, I hope the best for this series. So we'll see what happens, man. Rumor has it several people from the now-canceled Krypton oh. are vying for the role. Okay. I, and there was a lot of really phenomenally talented actresses yeah. on Krypton if you didn't catch that on sci-fi so I'm pretty pumped to see how yeah. that plays out um, and we should say it was all mutual yeah everything Ruby was, Rose yeah. Greg Berlanti and Warner Brothers were all mutual in the decision to let it happen yeah. so uh, no no bad blood there no it was all just okay if this is what it's going to be it's going to be and yeah it, it is what it is it is what it is wipe the slate clean I know you're excited about this next I'm one. super excited are you guys Discovery fans Star Trek Discovery fans if you are then you know in fact the Enterprise yes. made its debut, and Pike and Spock and number one, the original number one, yeah. not 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 Picard's number one, the no. original number one. Remember, and it, it was it went over huge. Yeah. It was huge on Discovery. Fans wanted its own series. It's getting its own series. Yes. Whoop, whoop. Star Trek: Strange New Worlds is coming to CBS All Access, and the best part about it is Ethan Peck, Anson Mount, and Rebecca Romaine all coming back to take over the characters uh, that they portrayed on Discovery. So, so good. It's going to be I'm badass. excited about it because, I mean, like we talked about with CBS and Viacom finally merging back together, Star Trek is their number one property. It, is. it needs to be at the head of the pack. So smart by you guys for putting this shit as first priority because it's obviously working out really well. Agreed. And apparently it's a long-term commitment because from what we understand, the series will take it almost all the way up to when Kirk takes control of the Enterprise. Yeah. So that's – and we know Discovery set somewhere between seven and ten years before Kirk. All right. So we could be talking about at least a four- or five-year run for this show yeah. prior to Kirk taking over the Enterprise. So it'll, exactly. It's good for them. Exactly. Yeah. All right, USA. We guys – we know that you guys love John Krasinski and there's more exciting news in our industry news about John Krasinski. Uh, CBS, Viacom CBS, has struck a deal to acquire some good news. The digital series that he created uh, during this COVID-19 uh, shutdown. Under right. the terms of the deal, the series format and short form content will appear all across a number of Viacom and CBS properties as a regular on CBS All Access and then a linear. Krasinski aboard and to executive produce... Uh, he will no longer host, sadly, but he will be involved on the on-air in some sort of capacity. Yeah. But I, this is great. Everybody needs more good news. Yeah, everybody likes a, a, a good story, a yeah. fun story, a happy story, especially in all this shit. Yeah. And Krasinski's the guy to do it. I, I mean, he's he's just fun. So I am kind of bummed he won't be hosting, but I am yeah. glad to hear he will be at least on-air in some sort of capacity. Yeah. So, um, and they're keeping it true to what he said. Like, they're not changing a damn thing That's other good. than him hosting. Yeah. So that I think it'll be More great. projects that should work out like this, quarantine show yes just saying this one should yes. also get a pickup from a network because it's just badass or a streamer i mean why not 
Why not? We want to see what happens. A with soap opera about the inner workings of a soap opera. Exactly. It's entertaining as hell. Exactly. Somebody pick this thing up. Exactly. Right. Somebody, a streamer should give a chance to a soap opera because there's not really any soap operas no. on streaming services. No. So. I mean, this is your epic primetime soap. Like, if this was the 80s, this thing would have been a huge ratings like Bonanza. Exactly. And, I mean, it, it needs to be picked up. And somewhere. honestly, that's a good idea because if... They wouldn't have to work as many hours, I feel like, with streamers no. like Netflix. And I mean, if it's an original, they can just put out the season and then take a couple months off. Exactly. Eight to 13 episodes, boom, done. Yeah. I mean. It's a good idea. Streamers, we yes. want our 10%. <laughs> Lil Cam's excited about this next one. We're yes. jumping, to, jumping to NBC, Universal. Yes. Uh, she's a huge fan of Good Girls. Yep. And who isn't? Uh, it's been picked up for a fourth season. Yes. Woo! Jenna Barnes, congratulations. The show's third season, you guys know, because we hear it from Lil' Cam every day. It was cut short. It was cut short due to the damn corona uh, pandemic, um, resulting in the production being shut down. But while it was on, apparently it did really well in the ratings, hence the pickup. Averaged a 0.9 rating in the key demographic, 18 to 49, and almost 4 million overall viewers every week. That's great. Yeah, for a network show now, that's that's kicking ass. Exactly. And, and, I mean, it's great enough to where the Good Girls creator and executive producer, uh, Gina Bands, has now signed an overall deal with Universal Television. What? You so. mean you have a ratings hit and you get a new deal? Is I that know, how that works? Oh. I know. Contract accepted. <laughs> that's good, though. I, I, I really like the show. Emily kind of did convince me to start watching it, and it's phenomenal. And Mae Whitman – Badass. Come on the show, man. So good. We love you, May. Yeah. Um, please come on the show. I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> so congratulations to Jenna Barnes and uh, a super epic. Yeah. Sony. We've got Sony news. Holy shit. We've got Sony news, but it's because of Spider Man. Yeah. What exactly. did we say last week? It seems like only when Spider Man is involved, Sony has news. I know. Mark Guggenheim is set to write a feature film centered around Jackpot. I'm a comic nerd, so I know who Jackpot is. For any of you who don't know who Jackpot is, she's a female superhero All in right. the Spider-Man okay. universe. Okay. That's right. So she would be actually the Spider-Man franchise's first female hero in the film universe that Sony is desperately trying to set up. Um, she would be one of the first characters to appear as a partner instead of a villain yeah. uh, in, in the Spider-Man films. So that's cool. Her story's kind of like really interesting. She actually gains her superpowers when she was pregnant. Oh, wow. And then has to somehow figure out her new life as like a superhero and, and a single a mom. mom. Wow. Yeah, so interesting, right? Very interesting premise. I'm wondering if maybe this is kind of happening because jackpot here she is she's a little bit older than spidey obviously but a new single mom newly with the powers and everything remember that rumor we talked about a couple weeks ago that they might be killing off aunt may yeah is a new motherly figure that's kind of like you know there to guide him maybe or they're learning this shit together together maybe that's why i don't know guggenheim by the way one of the co-creators and masterminds behind the arrowverse yeah and arrow so it's in good hands if you're gonna pick somebody Pick somebody that knows superheroes. Exactly. And Guggenheim's the guy. Know what they're doing, guys. (laughs) Know what they're doing. Good job. Good job. Oh, my goodness. And stuff happening at MGM. Oh, my goodness. You got your snap ready? You got your band and snap. (laughs) Uh, Mindy Kaling and Dan Gurr have officially signed on 
to write MGM's Legally Blonde 3. Yes. Guess what? Reese that Witherspoon. Mindy Kaling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I love that she also still writes, even though she's had like yeah. the acting success that exactly. she does deserve. But she is a phenomenal writer. She guys. is. So, and I'm, yeah, Reese Witherspoon is still on board reprising her role as Elle Woods, uh, producing through her Hello Sunshine studio, which is one of the most successful productions. I mean, seriously, like, look up Hello Sunshine right now and the list of shit that's on right now. Yeah. You'd be like, just like, holy shit. Fucking she's crazy. everywhere, man. Fucking I'm crazy. so happy for her. She's a phenomenal talent, man. And she is just doing everything right yeah she's had some up and downs you know she's struggled with some stuff but she has got her shit together and she's yeah. just killing it man. yeah i Congrats. mean reese you were in my dream the other night i'm just letting you know <laughs> spyglass spy moving to spyglass <laughs> as you saw in the weekly address i mean we're thankful for our lovers we i don't are. know if that yeah, had anything yeah. to do with the dream we don't know we don't, we don't know. know but we're jumping to spyglass yes david arquette David Arquette is set to reprise his role as Dewey, Sheriff Dewey, in Scream. Yeah. That's right, guys. They're moving forward with another Scream. That's a long, gestating rumor that's been in the mill forever, but it's happening. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I'm indifferent about this, to be honest about it. Me too. If it's successful, good for you. But if it's not, (laughs) where's the Wayan Brothers to make another parody? That's right. Like Scary Movie 5 or whatever. Apparently, though, this one is a fully original concept, um, original story. So I don't know if it's going to continue on from the old story or what. We just know Dewey's coming back. They also said that there are talks underway to bring back more of the legacy cast members, meaning original cast members that that were in them. Um, I don't know about Courtney. Yeah. Can't imagine that you know David and Courtney. Yeah, would she's get not going very she's well. She's not going to be there for you. No, <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, the feature will go into production later this year in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah. Once it's all been cleared to do so, and the original mastermind behind the Scream franchise, Kevin Williamson, is going to executive. Fantastic. Produce. So that's good. at least it's in good hands. Yeah. Whether it'll be any good, we don't know. But. Yeah, but a great facility to shoot at as well. So yeah, Wilmington I mean, man, Iron Man was shot there, and it. Just a lot. Yeah. A lot. It's really good. Um, next, we got Screen Media, The Outpost, an Afghan war thriller starring Scott Eastwood. I love what he's doing. Yeah, Scott Eastwood's kicking ass. He's yeah. like falling in some great footsteps, we all know. And Orlando Bloom. Mr. Katy Perry. <laughs> right. Mr. <laughs> Katy Perry. Uh, and this will open in the movie theaters in July. Uh, what? I know. July. But only around 500 screens, though. Right. So, I mean, on July 2nd through Phantom Event, uh, before the traditional run on big screen mm. we shall see it's definitely a testing ground we it, all know definitely i th- I, th- I think um yeah, there's only one other movie like Russell Crowe's movie that's also opening that week yeah. so oof two movies on a huge holiday I know. that's so weird man yeah so weird Absolutely this one wild. was actually based on a book written by Jake Tapper okay. you know from NBC yeah. Like, yeah so uh yeah that's interesting right, it, right. ABC NBC Jake Tapper. You know Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper. He's the one who's always taking Trump shit yeah. in, the, in the media room. You yeah, know? So, exactly. Yeah, fight on, Jake Tapper. Fight exactly, on. exactly. Now heading over to Netflix, one of our favorite streamers, doing some good things, doing some good things. Uh, get this, guys. Adam Sandler and LeBron James are teaming up for a Netflix movie. And it's not Space Jam. It's not. No. It's not. <laughs> Hustle. Uh, Sandler will play an American basketball scout who, after being unjustifiably fired, discovers a talent of a player of 
abroad and decides to bring him back to the U.S. to prove that they both have what it takes in the NBA. Well, what what was this movie you compared it yeah, to? Yeah, uh, remember Trouble with the Curve? Trouble with, Clint with the Eastwood. Curve. Yeah. He was a baseball scout, but much the same thing. Kind of was like being fired and like, you know, went out and found some new talent with yeah. his daughter's help. Brought it back in, kind of saved his gig. Sounds very familiar. It does. Uh, worked for Clint. It's probably going to work for for Adam yeah. on Netflix. I yeah. mean, you know, I like him in more serious roles after um, Gemstones, Righteous yeah. Gemstones. It was great. I so. think that's yeah where he's headed. So uh, he, we should say him with his Happy Madison uh, uh, company and LeBron's uh, Spring Hill Entertainment are producing. So nice. LeBron is coming on to produce the project. So fantastic, cool. man! Fantastic. Ooh, this next one I'm super excited about because this man I feel like has not released a special in forever. Yeah. Uh, George Lopez. He's setting his first comedy special with Netflix. George Lopez will do it for the half. For half. Um, <laughs> and it's going to premiere June 30th. So right around the corner, guys. Exactly. Is that half of what Adam Sandler makes? Right. Is that, exactly. is that what it, or, or Eddie Murphy or like I don't or know. like yeah Dave Chappelle Dave <laughs> yeah. Chappelle got paid yeah. a lot too but I'm excited about it because this dude fucking hates Trump so I'm so excited oh, yeah. to see him just yeah. to slam him he pissed on his uh start so oh, well, yeah. there you go I like George Lopez I I've too. always liked I loved the George Lopez show I thought it was great I did too um really funny so and as you know Netflix is a joke yeah right that's like, their thing they're they're sticking I like that they're committed to comedy though yeah it's going well I for know them. I know they're honestly the best streamer with stand-ups it's right true. Now. So, Absolutely I mean, if you're true. looking for a stand up, look on Netflix. But, um, uh, this, uh, who cares? Uh, Kissing Booth 2, for anyone who does care, the sequel to Netflix's popular teen movie rom com, apparently, uh, will debut on the streaming service this summer. It's going to be a follow up to, again, starring uh, Joey King, uh, Joel Courtney, and Jacob Eldori. Uh, this one's going to drop on July 24th. Yeah. It was a huge hit. One of the biggest, according to Ted yeah. Sarandos, for Netflix. One of the biggest movies ever for them. It had to be with the younger audience, though. I, because I guess. For us, even though I'm younger, I still didn't see the appeal. Like, I'm just, eh, eh. But we put it in there because somebody's watching somebody's it, Somebody's watching it. So, so congratulations. I, you guys are going to get a sequel. Right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Ooh, this next one, another reason to get Apple TV+. Plus. Um, yes. It has recently bought world rights from Sony Pictures. Sony selling all Sony keeps things. selling everything but, but Spider-Man. Sony, get your shit together. <laughs> that should be a shirt. We it should be. Um, to Tom Hanks' World War II drama, Greyhound. The trailer's badass is, for this if you haven't watched it. It looks intense, it, right? It, Following a huge bidding war for this movie, it was going around everywhere. Um, it was uh, previously set for a Father's Day theatrical release, but now Greyhound is set in the early days of World War II. We don't know when it's going to be released on yeah. Apple TV Plus, um, but yeah, for as a set in World War II as an international convoy of thirty-seven Allied ships led by Hanks Captain. Ernest Cross uh, crosses a torrentious North Atlantic while being hotly pursued by a wolf pack of Nazis. I'm just excited for fucking Tom Hanks to kill some Nazis. Yeah, I mean, it's badass. Like I said, look it up. Watch the trailer. It looks intense, yeah. man. It looks really intense. And good. Apple gave it a home, and I'm excited to see this one. Well-deserved. Yeah. Not the only one, though. It's a, it's a growing list of movies that, you know, we talk about it every week. Seems like they're going to streamers yeah. as opposed to being theatrically released so 
Yeah, exactly. There it is. Tom Hanks is not immune to that. Yeah, and then also Apple TV Plus has announced uh, its upcoming series for Little Voice, uh, which will debut. <laughs> no idea what this is. It's going to debut on the streamer at July 10th. Uh, the series follows a talented performer, Brittany O'Grady, struggling with to fulfill her dreams in New York. The series features original music from uh, Sarah Bareilles. Bale- Bareilles. Bareilles. <laughs> that lady. Yes. Um, and is produced by the one and only J.J. Abrams, Bad Robot Productions. Yeah, it was one of the first ones that Apple announced, like committed to for their new series. You yeah. know, um, and Sarah Bareilles is coming off the huge Broadway hit, uh, so like. You know, I, I think it's going to work. I think it's going to be exciting for them. Anything that JJ puts his hands on, but I, I think the reason that I, I, this was one of the top stories. Uh, don't put your hands on me, no. JJ. <laughs> yeah, we have our lovers out there, but don't put your hands. Any on me, project JJ. that yes. JJ puts his hands on. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, come on. His wife is like hardcore in that whole Me Too. That, yeah, like it's one of the sure. reasons he got that huge deal. Exactly. Um, okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, I think everybody's kind of keeping an eye on this in the industry because he did sign a lucrative deal and he's got a lot of stuff going on with both Apple and Warner. And uh, this is one of the first projects coming out under all that. And I think everybody's curious to see how it's going to go. When you pay somebody a lot of money, you hope the first one comes out kicking. I agree. So let's we'll keep an eye on it. Yeah, a lot of good things happen in the entertainment industry, man. There's a whole lot more, but you know we got to get with the hot stuff. Got to get with the hot stuff. Yes. But now it is time for our guest segment. Hot oh, stuff. Oh man, we're talking some hot stuff. <laughs> uh, lotion, Spencer's legs. Oh God. Ooh. Just I hope you're ready. Mm. I hope you're ready. Spencer Garrett and Alicia Minshew. Just phenomenal people and even phenomenal actors. Eh, my goodness. Watch the quarantine show, guys, on IGTV. It's absolutely delicious. I, it is deliciously delicious. And I promise you, if you haven't watched it yet, when you hear this interview, you're going to be watching oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because there's a – boy, wait until you hear the stuff that's going on in this series. You're going to be like, shit, I need to watch this. Yeah. It's on Instagram TV, guys, yeah. IGTV. You can't miss it. Go quarantine the show. Click on it. All the episodes are there. But this interview, you guys are going to love. Exactly, exactly. We're going to have more of the cast members on, so be prepared for that. But yeah. now – Let's get a little crazy with Spencer and Alicia. Let's do it. Here they are. Spencer Garrett and Alicia Minshew, welcome inside the Crazy Ant Farm. How are y'all? Thank you. Hello. Hello. We're so good. I, I, I'm going to let Spencer go first because he's the man. He's the man. So Spencer, Spencer's been here before. He knows how crazy it is, yes, right? It's beyond crazy. <laughs> and what, what, what fun would it be if it wasn't, right? Exactly. I mean, that's what we're all about. I, I the other way, uh, <laughs> Alicia and I shot a scene the other day on our show uh, oh talking about crazy. That oh, is, I, that's uh, what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, for for those of you who are not familiar with our show, quarantine on Instagram uh, on IGTV, you know it's it's about a bunch of uh, out of work character actors, about soap opera actors on a soap opera that has been sidelined because of this quarantine, and we're all just going kind of slightly mad. Yes. Right. yes. <laughs> Their lives have become a soap opera. Yes, basically. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 
And this scene that Spencer's talking about, we did so we did four or five different takes of this scene in which was just kook. Spencer's so funny in it. And I just was like, I was a lunatic just drinking beer and burping yes. and just being completely inappropriate. <laughs> but I mean, there were some things that didn't even make it to the air that were just, I, I was rapping, I, I was singing. I don't oh, even wow. know what I was doing. It was, it, was, it was so fun to just kind of let loose and like, you know, and then have Spencer's reaction to the whole thing was just priceless. Oh my God. So it was fun. It was really fun. I bet there, there, there was a lot of stuff where you kind of let loose uh, in yeah, several definitely. episodes there. <laughs> we were watching. We were like, whoa, okay. Where's this going? <laughs> like, Whatever do you mean? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it. It may have involved Nate okay. and some lotion, but you know. Um, okay. I'm down with that. <laughs> Uh, First of all, we we uh, have heard a rumor that this is ad libbed. It, it's kind of you. It's a guided ad lib. For if that's true, you guys are absolutely amazing. Killing is is right that now. true to that? We well, call it we call it uh, guided improv. Basically, exactly. Jerry who created the show. Uh, yes. Jerry Ying, uh, who's our, our kind of our our uh, mad genius behind this. He's whole our endeavor. everything. Yeah, he's our everything. He's our, yeah, he's yeah. everything. And uh, Jerry and Alicia uh, went to uh, acting college together. Or to mm. Acting yes. school with uh, yes. the great Bill Esper. Yeah. Uh, Jerry came up with this idea, and you know, it's basically like he comes up with these story beats and this kind of story thread about how to take these characters through this pandemic. Kind of comes up with them over the weekend and hands them out to the actors. Uh, you know, the night before. And basically, they have an idea. It's kind of like the way Curb Your Enthusiasm works, where right. they yep. you have sort of an outline. You have a kind of a basic premise of where you want the scene to go. And because we're shooting it on Zoom, which is such a uh, an odd medium to be doing it on, and and we're the only ones that I know of that have ever done this, other than you know now everybody's kind of jumping on the bandwagon. For but sure, we are yeah. the first to use this, and we have three other cameramen, quote unquote, that are kind of behind the scenes that are filming these scenes on their computer. And somehow they magically put this all together. So we have to do uh, multiple takes of each scene. Jerry kind of guides the actors through this improvisation that has a, a kind of a beginning, middle, and an end. Mm -hmm. And they pick the best scene uh, to use uh, on right. the episode. It's really uh, it's a it's a it's a painstaking process. Um, but the actors are also just wonderfully game. And, yeah, that's what know, I was going to say, Spence. I, I was going to say that I think Jerry picked such a great group, and not, none of whom I had known. I think I, I worked with Ella, but none of whom I who, who I had met before. Such a great group of people that are A, super talented, but B, super game to just jump in, like Spencer said, and they just have this great imagination and talent and everybody's so witty and funny and smart and he just put together such a great group that i think it just kind of organically works because everyone is you know they're into it and Absolutely. they're you know it's just it just kind of kind of works and it's fun and you know and, you know, and if something doesn't work jerry will say ah you know what, let's, let's, let's steer, like he's stopped us all before and tried to steer us in a different direction. And then with his guidance, he just lets us go <laughs> and crazy things happen. Sometimes the best things that happen are the mistakes that happen and things like that. Oh, always. Right. And I got to tell yeah. you though, the cast, I, we completely agree. I mean, I'm shocked to hear that, that, that it's loosely not ever worked together before because the chemistry is just phenomenal. Yeah, it just seems so natural. Yeah. I was just, Say that you guys not only have we never met i i mean alicia and i have never met I can't <laughs> right. um but we've never met with the exception of uh of ella thomas who plays willa 
Right. Uh, I've never right. I've never met any of these folks before. It's amazing. Spencer, so you've met no one? Okay, I didn't know that you didn't you I didn't have met any of them. Okay. Jerry and I, Jerry Ying and I did an episode of Hawaii Five O like nine years. We met on Oahu doing Hawaii Five O together. Oh my we've God. Pals ever since we wanted yeah. to, we wanted to create something together. We wanted to work together. Um, but I've never I've never met any of these folks. And the the fact that when you watch that pilot episode and you see the camaraderie and the chemistry and just the joie de vivre that we have all amongst each other, you kind of feel like these guys have all been on working on a soap Thousands. opera together. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. absolutely. No, it's true. It's, it's but really I think it's lovely. Like a testament. I, I just can't wait to meet everybody in person so we, you know, Same. crack some beers open. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, feel, I feel like this is when I first met everybody. I said, I said. This is a tease. I said, I want to jump through the camera and give you guys hugs yeah. as my, <laughs> yeah. like I said, physically touch you guys because you kind of, you, you're, you know, you start to, after a while as a human, but also as an actor, you start to miss like touch, like giving people hugs and like physically being around them in person and, and smelling them. I don't know. Absolutely. Like you, know what I mean? like, you just, you miss that. Well, so I look forward to sharing that with the whole cast for sure. And you guys do a really good job in this, in this series of, of, of expressing that, you know, you've got, you've got all the innuendo, but you've got, you know, where clearly they're watching a show together and then they start having sex and the other two are like, well, wait a minute, if they're going <laughs> to do this, I mean, maybe we can pretend to like, as you know, move together closer kind of a thing. So you guys do, I think are highlighting that very well, that in this whole quarantine kind of a thing, there's a lot of weird stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, yeah, it's, it's funny because it's things that you don't, things that you don't normally think about you're like oh yeah I can do that I can there's things you can get away with on the zoom that can like you said innuendos of certain things and it, it makes it kind of tantalizing because you can't physically see these people touch right but you can you can watch them want to touch each other or want to hug each other you know but you know what I mean like there's something interesting about that you know two of the couples live together uh, right uh, Ella and Ryan live together right uh, and and Richard Jin uh, lives together with uh, oh of course uh, that's right and so there are some real life couples and you know we always have to be mindful. We've been doing this for close to a month now that, you know, we're having so much fun doing this. We record on Fridays and Saturdays. Sometimes they're long days because you have to do multiple takes over and over and over and over again until you get the one or until you get the one that is right. Um, but, you know, we're also living in this thing. We're Absolutely. in this point. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we're stressed out by it. It's not, it's, there's nothing fun about it, so we're. It's not all fun and games, like, right? We right, gotta right. jump down into this alternate reality when we're when we're shooting the show, and then we get back to our normal lives, which are yeah. you know we're doing we're doing the best we can in the middle of all this. So it's really just a great escape and a great diversion. I'm so uh, glad you said that because I was going yeah. to say that for me, I feel like it's also an escape. It's it's you know I'm I'm here in New York City, so I'm like you know in the center of the whole pandemic and. It's, it's tough and I'm homeschooling my child. I mean, she's in the other room right now, you know, doing math. And it's um, it's just a strange reality. And I'm trying to just you know, be grateful that I'm healthy and safe. But it is scary. So when I have these few hours with these lovely people on the Zoom show, it is a very welcome escape for me and a chance to just connect in a different way with people. And so I'm grateful 
to Jerry and, and you know, then everybody that it just that I'm, I have the opportunity to, to do this during such a sort of weird, scary time, you know? Right. And well, um, and I think what you guys do, I think that's why it's connecting so well with the audience, though, because as, as much as it is an escape and, and, you know, and kudos to the ingenuity and the creativity to, you know, from the artists like yourselves who refuse to let this pandemic stop them from still putting out their, you know, content and for people. But you also do a really good job of highlighting how serious it is, whether it's stitching together the masks or whether it's maybe a couple that wasn't able to quarantine together and one desperately wants to. I think you guys are really hitting on problems that real people are facing during this right now. And you're giving them a way to go, hey, I can connect to that because I want to do that, too. You know, and I think that's why it's resonating so well. Yeah. Yeah. We start out. Go on, go on, love. No, you go first, baby. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, you guys know the whole idea behind this. I mean, this started out as uh, to, as a fundraiser. It's just to raise money for the SAG After Foundation, right? For the COVID nineteen relief fund. It's to raise money for actors who are in need. I mean, the foundation's given out something like close to four million dollars so far uh, for actors that really need it. And so it's you know, it, I don't think that we realized at the time when we set out to do this. I don't think we thought we would even be. 13 episodes in we started out putting out an episode a five you know five days a week on youtube then we moved over to instagram tv and the thing just caught fire and now people are like digging it and asking for more and so we are trying to now we're really trying to find wonderful interesting uh you know sexy fun great guest stars to join us yeah uh, we had great guest stars oh my god we had Stephen Weber and Billy yeah. Garson and Turner, Jonathan Sadowski from the Friday the 13th. Oh, fantastic. Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. The youngins <laughs> will know him from Young and Hungry, right? Oh, like, <laughs> right exactly. Rita Wilson we, we know Mike and Molly. Nikki Blunt is joining us. Oh, so, uh, she is? Yeah. yeah she's Nikki fantastic. Blunt. Oh, my God. She's amazing. She's fabulous. Well, so we're oh really glad that people want to come and play with us. Oh, absolutely. Well, let's talk about it because uh, it's amazing to me how much content you guys are able to put into these episodes. You know, you're averaging, what, somewhere between six and eight minutes, sometimes a little longer, sometimes a little less. But the amount of content that you guys are providing per episode is just absolutely incredible. And these storylines are intense. (laughs) You've got so much going on. Yeah, a lot of juice going on. A lot of juiciness. A lot of juice, man. I feel like we were talking about this a little bit earlier, but I feel like Marty is just looking for love you know I, oh, he's Marty. just getting the raw deal all over the place I, I still want to know what what's going on way from the first episode right you're, you're with ellis character you we know something happened there but oh, right. We, that's right they had the whole yeah. they had that whole first scene together that's yeah. right yeah. and then and then we haven't heard anything about that since exactly. but i'm feeling like come on now we we need to know a little bit more exactly. so <laughs> And then, of course, you got well, Nate, you know, Nate being rejected and now going for mom, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and mom's like, hey, come hither. Watch me put lotion on my leg. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. That, what are you doing? That scene was so unbelievably provocative in, in the most clean it way was? possible, right? Like, oh my I'm God, just. That's so funny. Because I want, you know, if you, when you do things like that, you just never know. So I'm like, is that weird? No. But Jerry's like, hey, no, Jerry said, it's just. 
as weird as we need it to be. Exactly. Yes, it's weird. <laughs> exactly. But it's like you were saying earlier, the, the, the most simple of things become something that you wouldn't think. You know, something as simple right. as lotioning up your legs. Now, all of a sudden, you've got a guy <laughs> watching you lotion your legs, and it's a whole new ball game. <laughs> yes. you know? So much yeah, so. Yeah, where he, the, was a good, he was a good sport about that. <laughs> that was originally, uh, that scene was supposed to be me putting lotion on my leg. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's next. That oh. next. We, we pitched that in the writer's room, and that got nixed right away. <laughs> right Jerry, Jerry said, Jerry said, text me a picture of your legs. And I did, and he's like, no, that's not going to take it. No, no. We would wow. need a whole lot of quarantinis before that happens, right. okay? <laughs> that's, a whole other, that's a whole other show. We're going to spin off. It's going to be called Marty's Legs. Marty's <laughs> legs. <laughs> Marty's, Marty's, you'll be able to, you'll be able to find that on the dark web. That's right. That, that, that's after dark, literally. Like, you know, that that's the spinoff right there. Oh, my goodness. Right. Oh, yeah. It's not Cheetah Hills after dark. It's Marty's Lake. That's right, dark. Marty. <laughs> You're going to find a way to stay on that show no matter what, Marty. It's going to be great. <laughs> It's good stuff. It's good stuff, you guys. I mean, but yeah, there's so many inner relationships, though. You know, who's the daddy, who's not the daddy. And I, we don't want to give away too many spoilers for people who right. haven't seen it, but there's so much stuff going on. Yeah. And the way you guys are weaving it all together is just amazing. Yeah, and what I really like about it is how they're dealing with reality and then reality on the actual soap opera. Like, they're crisscrossing right. realities, like what is real, what was on the show. And yes. I just feel like a lot of people might be going through that right now with what they're watching on tv because they're just stuck at home just thinking about all these things that are happening in day-to-day life and on television so i think that is just brilliant that is so true that you said that and p.s i'm so glad that you guys like the show as much as you do and thank you for supporting it like it's great to hear someone else talk about it and like enjoy the storylines and that you're enjoying the characters but it's true i think if you binge enough shows and stuff this happened to my daughter like we we were watching some shows and you go to sleep and you dream about the people and you wake up exactly right i don't know if that happens to you that happens to me if i'm watching something a lot and then i I dream of a dream of them and i wake up and i'm like wait do i do i really know these people wait I, i don't but so i feel like all of these people in quarantine like they're sort of going through that like let me, let me, you know, is that my mom or not my mom? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Spencer is in all of my dreams. Because he's in every show I binge watch. Yeah. Like, like, there's not a single show that I have ever watched that Spencer hasn't been in. Well, it's now amazing. his legs can be in your dreams, too. <laughs> you are lucky. <laughs> oh my God. Now, now you've actually blown the cover because that's the title of the spinoff. Spencer is in all my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Forget Spencer Confidential. It's Spencer everywhere. It's just like boom, just out there. Like oh my goodness. Spencer wow. is lotioning his legs. <laughs> Spencer should have his own show. It should just be the Spencer show because I personally watch that because he's so interesting and fun. Oh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, (laughs) I'm not going to get my own show with with, uh, Len Neville as the head of the the network. That's for sure. No, no, no. I feel like for Marty, though, there's always like food TV, you know, because he's got a different drink every episode. Every episode. You know, this guy (laughs) can teach you how to make cocktails. And I mean, there's an avenue somewhere for Marty, I'm telling you. Exactly. Yeah, he's always got. He's always got. That's right. You do, except for this past one, you were you were working out. You were exercising. It's true. Fiend. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was the one drinking now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's trying to get healthy now. He's trying to get healthy and young and pretty. 
because uh, when we get back to work, you know, he wants he wants to be uh, he wants to be young and gorgeous again, like in his glory days. <laughs> exactly, so he wants to be ready to when go. When you first saw me, a lot of a uh, lot of wine drinking, a lot of scotch drinking, a lot of martini drinking. Yes, I will not know whether that was real or not. <laughs> uh, while I now it's all it's all carrot carrot juice and uh, and elliptical machines for Mario. There, there you go. Well, that right. look I got to tell you though, the look on your face when you kind of like look in and you're questioning like, uh-huh. wait a minute, we are talking oh about the soap opera, the not look. real life, right? <laughs> I, I wanted to screenshot that so bad. That was the one I wanted to put in our little promo. It's like, yeah. no, this is Spencer dumbfounded. Like, what? You're, you are talking <laughs> oh, about the soap opera, right? Like, oh, his face is like. <laughs> oh, Go ahead. Your performance was so delicious and frightening and just I, I was terrified watching it. Oh my god, <laughs> my face was real, you guys. Yeah, I, I bet tell, you could just I could tell. tell it was. Can I tell you, first of all, <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because I'm like such like a little prissy little lady in real life. I, I mean, I am. However, I do talk like a truck driver, so I can say the best of them. But, I'll vouch for that, guys. By the way, I didn't plan on burping. It just came out and I was like, well, what the hell? She's let it all hang out. Anyway. <laughs> so, your look was so, it made me laugh so hard and you guys don't know this but like i said there were so many other weird fake other takes that i did that were much oh weirder God. and scarier than the one that you saw and it the look that he right <laughs> like i did some weird takes of like i don't even know i was losing my mind but but he was spot on hilarious with that look every single time oh, yeah, and it was, it, was it was genuine you did a thing genuine. english where, where you were you started singing the words to ice cubes it was a good day. <laughs> no, no, wait. Was it and ice cute? Was, like, oh, that's right. Like I had to say it was a good day. Dancing in her chair. I... It was just, oh, my God. So that, well, we'll, we'll play that. We'll play that at the out. You know that out. Yes, yes. Because, you guys have to you guys, do. Yeah, I yeah I started rapping, and and then when <laughs> they all cut, the three of you guys, all of you guys were looking at me. Jerry was looking at me. Sherry, our writer, Spencer, like, what just happened? Like, what did I just watch? What <laughs> Alicia just completely lost her mind from two sips of beer. Well. That's much like real life, so it doesn't take much. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just, I, you know, I I mean, there's so many things I like about this show. All of the characters are interesting, you know, from from the get-go, from that pilot episode on. They're just so, you're invested in in each and every one of them. And, yeah, you know, poor, I I don't know, I'm going to put this out there, and maybe I'll take some heat, maybe I won't, I don't know. But I I feel like McKenna is the one you just love to hate. Like, I know. Like, I mean, I'm just like, you know, I was like, yeah. When it, when he's like, but what about McKenna? He's like, screw McKenna. I'm going to be I a baby know. daddy. I'm like, yeah, screw McKenna. <laughs> she's like, she's giving you shit about the date. She don't, she don't want to see you in quarantine. She's like, yeah. I don't know. Right. She, I love her, but she, her, I just, McKenna, I'm just like, ah. <laughs> But that that's good. That means she's because she's she's this beautiful, lovely thing, and and yet oh. the, the way she plays the character is so perfect. Right. So <laughs> you always yeah. have to have one that you love to hate because you know ultimately I think you end up seeing their vulnerable side at some point. You end up seeing why she's so controlling or why she's so uptight. You know, like you'll you'll it, it'll come full circle. I bet. You know, who knows? Like I don't know what Jerry has planned, but I think it's fun to 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 have someone. 
I, I think it's fun. I, my character and all my children, they all hated me. They yeah. love to hate my character. And it's kind of fun to play that. You know, you're like, sure. all right, I'm no, the one they hate. You, okay. Character. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Well, I bet you have a lot it. of fans now a, 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 after quarantine. <laughs> I would imagine so. I mean, oh yeah, your seat. You have just stolen everything you're in whenever I you're agree. on the screen. I, I got to be honest with you. You're just like – you're just killing it. We're talking There's to Spencer. There's a funny line. No, I'm talking to you. <laughs> Spencer we, knows he kills oh, it. God. Yeah, no, Alicia. Oh, yeah. You're Spencer, just like – Spencer kills oh, absolutely. it all the time. Spencer absolutely. kills it all the time. No, I'm like you're definitely talking – I think everybody kills it to be honest because that's just the way the show is. Everyone has their moment. Oh, yeah. definitely. But, but thank you guys. Thank you guys for saying that. No, my, a lot of the soap fans are watching and they – and I get these like little messages from them saying, wow, you, you're, you're a cuckoo bird and – how fun to see you playing something different than you did on all my children and what a cool group of actors you know like it's a lot of the daytime fans are they support anything that i ever do so guaranteed they're going to be listening to this and they're, awesome. they're all becoming they're all becoming fans of spencer and everybody the whole cast they, they keep saying what a wonderful cast it is and so it's nice to have that support no matter what kind of character i play even if she is you know a bitch or she's cra- or crazy or whatever she is. You know, right. It's great to have the support for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I Spencer should actually teach a master class. I, I'd I say, agree. you know, <laughs> for anybody who hasn't watched that episode yet of quarantine, he's, you know, Griffin is teaching a master class or Marty is teaching a gra- uh, master class. But Spencer, I feel like you could totally do that, buddy. He could. Well, Spencer, Spencer actually does. There uh, you go. I, there you I, go. I, I, yeah. I actually do in real life. I'm not nearly as pompous or vain uh, or deluded uh, as 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 Marty uh, in his in his teaching prowess. Uh, I like to think I'm a little bit more uh, laid back and humble. But we we shot a scene the other day with uh, with with uh, Cynthia who plays Afton, mm-hmm. uh, who's wonderful, and with Bree Turner, who's the new. Uh, uh, you guys are so good oh together. Dear God she, in heaven, you want to talk delicious? Bananas. You and Bree are amazing. Uh, and we sh- and we shot a scene where I'm I'm it's it's my first master class with her. She wants to study with me seven days a week, right? And I'm <laughs> and I'm I'm sitting in front of my uh, my screen on uh, or as 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 Alicia likes to call it on the Zoom. On the Zoom, I do. I call it on the Zoom. <laughs> on the Zoom, I say on the Zoom on the Instagrams on the on the on the Facebooks. Um, oh my God! But while we were shooting, I had my phone next to me, and I had just this this long long list of Sanford Meisner, uh, the great Sanford Meisner acting teacher, who was my teacher. Uh, early on, when I do my commercial for my master class, I said I studied with Sanford Meisner. Wait, you Stella did? Strasberg. Oh well, in real God. life, I did. But so oh. I'm using all of these actual Meisner That's quotes. That's amazing. And I just kept throwing them out there. So I, I just kind of gave these actresses this this barrage of, of Sanford Meisner quotes. Uh, uh, awesome. To bring a little reality to it. But uh, yeah, Marty as an acting teacher uh, has uh, quite a ways to go. He's kind of. <laughs> He's making this shit up as he goes along, guys. So, sure, sure. Um, but I mean, yeah, but he's I, believable. It's totally exactly. believable. I mean, you know, I I would want well, to do Gilligan's Island or any kind of you know old show theme, theme opening for for Marty, wouldn't for you? Sure. Like, I would totally audition for, for sure. that. Totally, a thousand percent. <laughs> yes, I, I I buy him as an acting teacher too. I mean, oh, for I, sure. You guys are you guys are too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I have to interject something here. So I know you mentioned Jerry, right? Jerry Ying, who's our, he's the creator, writer uh-huh. of the show. And you, you were just, Spencer, you were just talking about um, Meisner. 
Um, so yes, as he mentioned, Jerry and I went to school with William Esper, who taught Meisner years ago in New York City. And we had said for years and years and years and years, one day we're going to do something together. We were scene partners in the acting class. These two dumb kids who laughed, used to go out after, and we were just, we were just dumb kids in New York City having the time of our life. But we really loved our class. And we, we were like, I think some of the few in our class that actually continued in this business. And so literally, I mean, I, I want to say 20 years already is crazy. We said one day we're going to work together. So wow. it's taken a freaking pandemic to make it happen. But uh, he finally reached out to me and said, hey, I put together this cool new project and I want you to be a part of it. And, and so I just think it's really interesting how. You just never know what's going to happen or what's going to bring you closer to a person, right? right? Like it's, it's unfortunate that it took this, but you know, whatever it is, it is. And I'm just so happy that he's now brought me into the life of Spencer and so many other great people. And, you know, just, it's just really interesting how, like I say, you just never know what the universe is going to throw your way. Right. And so here I am, you know, having my friend, my former scene partner in my class directing me, it's really cool. And, I still laugh about it sometimes because, you know, we shared so many funny moments together in New York. We were just like two punky kids. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, you know, and here he is running the show and doing just a fantastic job of it. Oh, masterful. I mean, like, like I said, yeah. the way this is all coming together and the way it's all done is just brilliant. Yeah, and that montage at the end of uh, scene 9 or 10 with the, the song playing mm -hmm. in the background, that was so good with oh, all the different yeah. scenes popping yeah, yeah, yeah. up with everybody. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Was, honestly, might have been one of my favorite parts. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I got to tell you, yeah, you, the, um, when your mom is saying she has no idea what you were just telling her and she, she says two pack oh my God. Oh because my God we were literally just having a conversation with my mother the other day and she could not say Tupac to save her life. It was two pack everything. So when we're watching that episode and we hear two pack, I'm like, we can totally get that. We totally get that. That's two pack. It's you know? so relatable. It's so relatable. She, that is so relatable. And she's, she's like, Oh, she's just so wonderful, Jennifer Bassey. She she she's hilarious, and I think she really she really thought I did say Tupac. I could have said Tupac. I could have said Tupac twelve times. She still thought I said Tupac, and that's what's so brilliant about it. Just that one moment was was that's all you need to see. She was hilarious. They were hilarious in that one moment. Um, yeah, I like that. I like the montage scenes when you get to see bits and pieces of of everybody in their little world. Yeah, I think that's it's like a slice of life, right? Right, Definitely. right. Well, you're. I got to say, the look on your face too. You reacted just like brilliantly when when mom drops the. Oh yeah, there's nothing wrong with postmenopause sex. You oh know, <laughs> the oh look God. on your face. And I'm like, whether that was ad libbed or not, or improv or not, I don't know. But it was just like, wow, that's like I'll take things you never want to hear your mother say, but yeah. you know, no, that the look on. <laughs> all our faces, Dustin. That is the look exactly. on all our faces. Yes. That's right, Spencer. You're there for all the scenes because Spencer's one of the producers and says right. Spencer's there. He's there all day, like watching every take. So you you get to see it all and experience it all before it even gets put out there. Oh, Spencer, we, we have got to see outtakes, buddy. We, we, we will get you some outtakes. I mostly spend my Fridays and Saturdays like just in tears laughing. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah cause watching, just... these, watching these amazing actors just come up with this stuff on the fly and you know because it's like you know jerry you know jerry is the writer's room jerry and there's a wonderful we've added sherry albert who's a terrific writer yeah. friend of ours 
he's come on as a writer and you know and they come up with this stuff and you know if you if you've ever been to a sitcom taping uh you know you see in between takes you'll see the writers you know run up to the actors and throw new pages at them Mm -hmm. you know they'll throw in they'll add a new joke a new line a new scene they'll you know they'll tweak stuff on the fly on the run and that's basically what we're doing you know while we're filming is they're coming up with new they'll go back to one and they'll start it again and come up with a new idea and they'll, you know, they'll run it and run it and run it until the vibe is right. And the tone is right. And whether it's a dramatic scene or a funny scene, um, th- you know, these guys just nail it, man. It's just, it's so impressive to watch. It really is particularly a, a bunch of, again, I'll say, you know, a bunch of people that don't really, with the exception no of the, the cast members that, that live together, right, you know, right. those of us that don't know one another to see how well we interact with each other. Uh, you know, we're probably going to meet when we have our rap party in real life at somebody's house. Finally, when this whole thing is over, we'll probably we'll probably, you know, not be able to stand each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't I don't believe it. You guys are just amazing. Man. Yeah, I really do it's, think the chemistry is one of the selling points for this thing for sure. Good. Wow. Good. And isn't it interesting that like I, I wasn't sure if chemistry would read through a zoom right. I mean, zoom i'm calling it a zoom but you know what i'm saying like <laughs> i wasn't sure if a chemistry would read between people speaking you know from screen to screen as opposed to being in the same room with them and it obviously is a different kind of chemistry but it's still chemistry nonetheless so it's really cool i mean you know when i see um like jt with jules and uh-huh. and, and and jules and and ever like i see these people talking and there is such a great chemistry with all of them I, and i believe them Right. You know, and 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 that's and I wasn't sure how that would translate because I've never done a show like this before. But it does translate. I'm watching them going, yeah, I believe that like he's excited about having her baby, you know, like and and I believe the connection between them and and I believe what she's going through. And it's, I mean, it's a testament to the actors for sure. But who knew, right, that you right. could have all of that. I'm glad you brought translate. that up though, because there's a couple of scenes, those scenes right there with both men's reactions to finding out that it might be their baby. I thought were real. I mean, genuine reactions. You could just look on the face like, I really feel like that's how somebody would react if if they're, you know, they have to think about it for a minute. Are they upset? Are they happy? You know, you got to pause and kind of reflect about how you're, what you're going to say next. I thought those, those scenes were really great. And and then what we were talking about uh, prior to coming on the air here is uh, Logan and I were talking and and we brought it up with Spencer. The, the, when the practical joke was played on Marty, you could just genuinely feel the disappointment. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and Spencer, you, yeah. you could just kind of that type of raw emotion and, and chemistry. It just really plays well. It really does. That that moment you just you just go, oh, yes. yeah, like you, you, yes. Yeah. You just think like, you, you want to wrap them and give them a big hug. And, <laughs> and, but, you know, but it's true. It's it's all it's all translating better than I thought, which is a good thing, because I, you know, I just didn't know. And I'm so pleased that. You know, we're pushing forward and getting new guests and like having fun with it. And we're, I think we're all finding a comfort level with it, you know, like because we're finding our way with it. So we're able to have more fun with it and do more things because we're realizing, oh, yeah, it, it is translating like it's it's coming across well. Um, and it's fun. It's really fun. And that's yeah. what. Yeah. And anytime it's fun, that translates well. So, exactly. it, you know, because yeah. you can tell you guys are having fun, which makes it fun to watch. So. Oh, that's good. Spencer, do you do you ha- do you feel like is there ever a moment where you feel like um, like you're 
you're going to just laugh so hard that you can't. <laughs> I have I moments like that. I certainly had that the other day when I was on the elliptical machine with you, uh, <laughs> watching, watching your, watching your descent into madness. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it was like, uh, it was like watching, uh, you know, Mary Tyrone at the end of long day's journey into night. Oh my uh, God. You know, she Completely she goes off in her morphine addiction and starts you know, babbling. <laughs> and, I, you know, and I'm on this elliptical machine. I thought I was. I thought it. I thought I was going to fall off it at one point. Oh no! <laughs> so good. So good. Oh, it's fun. It's fun. Laughing I just made a very, very feeling. obscure Eugene O'Neill reference. So yes, for no, all you it's Eugene fantastic. O'Neill fans out there, I hope. Uh, I hope somebody Eugene, gets that. P.S. Eugene O'Neill. We always did that in Will Bill Esper's class. By the way. Good. good. Always. That that was like one of his faves. Wow. Good to know. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. And I mean, I just love it. I can't believe how you held it together. The whole improv thing is amazing. Like when, when the, from the very first episode, when you're talking about Willow with the the hot tub, you know, and how how you're holding it together with the hot tub, like, you know, it's it's fired up. The jacuzzi's fired up. Come on over. I thought I'd try. Uh, You you know, you could just, that's what I'm saying. I I just got this feel from the entire first episode on that Marty's just looking for love. Well, they had a little, they had a trick. We teased that. <laughs> Marty, Marty, and and Willa had a little thing. Oh yeah, a little, yep. a little, a little flingy ding. Uh, you know, a, a short-lived <laughs> little flingy ding uh, before she got pregnant, and you know, and he was just. I, I think and Marty, Marty has a good heart. Marty's exactly, yeah. good. exactly. He, he wasn't. Yeah. He when he said, you know, when he said, "Do you want to come over?" Uh, he wasn't really trying to lure her over there. I mean, she's right. she's happily married with her baby now. So, um, you know, but maybe in the back of his mind, he thought, oh, maybe I get one more shot at that. Right. Yeah, right. Well, why not try? Right. And, and try. happily, but, but when she's in distress, who does she call? I feel like there's a little bit more there between the two of them that, you know, like you said, Marty's a good guy. He's genuinely concerned if she's doing yeah. okay. Yeah. And when she was in distress yeah. and was having a hard time, I felt like she feels the same way about Marty. This is somebody I can confide in and go to when I'm in trouble. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, it's For funny because sure. he's, you know, he's the... You know, Marty and Alex are kind of the matriarch and patriarch of the right. Gino Hills family. Right. They're, the, right. They're, the, they're the holidays. And so, you know, we've probably been on the show for 20 years. Right. Uh, right. And so, you know, Marty's the guy that the, that the younger kids on the show, uh, you know, look up to, I, I, yeah, I would assume, and, sure. you know, go to Definitely. for advice because he's been around the box so many times. So, um, you know, but, uh, but uh, dipping dipping into the into the company ink uh, or whatever that expression is is probably Marty has not really the Me Too movement has not really hit his shores yet. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, you know, listen, I can he's just he's getting hip to it a little too late. Yeah, I, yeah. listen, like like soap operas. You know, I mean, I was on all my children for ten years. So and I so I mean. Remember, a lot of people got married because they, they met on soaps, Kelly Ripa and her husband, Mark Consuelos, mm-hmm. and so many other people. So that world, you're around each other so often, as you are on a lot of other shows. But you're, you, your dressing rooms are around each other. Your dressing room is like your second home. You're around each other day in and day out every single day for years. So yeah. stuff happens, like relationships form and people fall in love with their, with their, you know, with their real, with their TV husbands and, or their sons or whatever. Like, but it, <laughs> it really, but it really happens, you guys. Like right. it really happens. Well, so it's not, it's not too far off that, you know, that, that Marty's character, that's, you know, that Marty, Marty would have, 
you know, had a thing or two with several of the people Absolutely. on the show. And, you know, for sure. Well, especially, and you know, it, I mean, it's pretty well known, common knowledge. With I mean, soap operas, they shoot just like crazy hours and like all yeah. these pages per day. So if you're in a relationship with a co-star and you're, and you're consistently with them 12, 15, 16 hours right, a day, right. five days a week, right. of course, you're going to develop something, I would assume. Right. Yeah. It's, 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 it's very interesting, but it's a, it's Jerry's doing it right because he's making all of these relationships, you know, deeper than just right. co-workers, but, you know, like family. And, and I, yeah. that's what I like about it is that it feels like they are a big dysfunctional family. And that's pretty much the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> Realism. Exactly. So, uh, Realism. Do you guys have a favorite scene? What do you guys have a favorite scene that you've shot so far? Gosh. Um, I mean, I can go first. I'm going to go first. I see. I, I've enjoyed all of them, but I do have to say like the most recent one I had with Spencer was so much fun for me personally to just kind of go bananas a little bit mm-hmm. and sort of let it all hang out. Um, so that, that for me was just super fun. But then, you know, I really had fun showing Jen my ass. <laughs> Sorry, Nate, Nate. I had fun taking the phone and putting it under my butt. And yeah. it was like, Jerry and I were like, what are we doing? Oh, my gosh, you know, yeah. Like, I, I, when, when you get to play something that's kind of out there and inappropriate, just as an actor, it's fun to do. <laughs> it's fun to do. And, of course, I have, you know, like such wonderful uh, – you know, such wonderful actors to play opposite of. So, so to be able to do that with Spencer and then, and do that with Jen and like have their reactions be so priceless was nothing but fun for me. Oh yeah. So, you know, great me, scene, like, by the way, it was hilarious. I, I have to tell you, the scene is fantastic. I love it. And mad camera oh, skills. Cause I, I'm that guy who can't take a <laughs> selfie in the mirror, you know, without having the camera block my face. So how, how you got that shot? That's just impressive. I don't know. Listen, I mean, Hey, I'm glad you liked it. First off, I am not a selfie person either. I don't, I'm not a selfie person. I'm not a video person. So <laughs> when, when Jerry asked me to do this whole thing, I was like, I don't FaceTime zoom. I don't do any of that. Right. I mean, now I do obviously, but I, I'm, I don't even really, do a lot of FaceTime. So Jerry was like sort of saying, this is how you got to hold the phone. Little did I know that I would take a perfect shot of my butt um, <laughs> without any guidance at all. But, you know, I would say Jerry helped a little in telling me, you know, how to hold the phone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so his direction helped. But uh, I, just, I, I, just, I just love doing fun stuff. You know, I feel like right now doing the fun scenes for me are just therapeutic and Laughter is healing, and like we all need to laugh a lot, so Definitely. why not, right? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And Spencer, yeah. for me, I don't know, I, I I can't wait to hear one of your favorites. But for me, one of my favorites was with you and Stephen Weber. I thought that whole exchange oh, was just, yeah, you know, that was a good one. Well, Weber and I have known each other since 1985, and he is one of the funniest humans on the planet. He makes me laugh all the time, no matter no matter where we are, no matter what we are doing. He just Something will come out of his mouth that makes me laugh. And so I knew that when we got the scene together, uh, first of all, he's so generous with his time and he was so game. And so uh, so I was so thrilled when he said he would do this. And, you know, you get a scene, when you get somebody that is that inventive and funny and brilliant and, and just great at improv, you know, you just kind of let him riff and go. Right. So we did several scenes where we're kind of going back and forth and bantering back and forth. But the best take of that scene is where, he just goes on and he's talking about, you know, he's like, uh, I had to, I had to let Esther go. I had to let, I was like, I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. Your wife. That's your wife. Um, best 
line uh, ever. Steve, no, Stephen Weber is a, a national treasure, and he's, he was just terrific. I love that scene. I have to say, though, my favorite, uh, probably my favorite scene was the first scene we shot as a group oh, all together, all of us, yeah. you know, in the yeah. pilot where all 12 of us are there yeah. in our little squares. It was really the first time we'd all worked, quote unquote, yeah. together, other than the time we all met as a group. Uh, you know, and, and I'd been kind of cooped up in my, in my, in my house for weeks mm-hmm. and going a little stir crazy. Jerry came up with this idea. And so the idea that I could go into my closet and, you know, put on a blazer and make a martini and have a party in my apartment with, yeah. these, new, with these new friends of mine was really lovely. And I'm dancing yeah. around in my apartment and, you know, I just had a blast because I, you know, yeah. it, I had gotten to the point where this is really bloody depressing guys, you know? Yeah. And so the chance to kind of let loose and cut loose and have fun with a, a bunch of people that, that uh, I've been spending the last two months with working uh, is, was really uh, just a joy. And I, and the other scene I, it was, uh, I love doing my little masterclass commercial. Yes. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> just, just me in my, in my apartment. I mean, I wrote that little thing out and I've got all of these kind of vintage movie posters around my place. And so I, I set decorated my office with all these old posters and I had to find, of course I I've had to put on a black turtleneck uh, to play the, you know, to play the masterclass teacher. And I just, I had such fun playing dress up. It's like, that's what we do. Yeah. That's why we yeah. love doing what we do. Alicia that's and right. I, what we yeah. do for a living is it's a chance to play dress up and have fun. And, yep. you know, so it becomes it's, somebody it's else. A, it becomes somebody else. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Wait, Spencer. So those posters, those were those you you did set dressing for that. Those weren't on, up on your wall in the office. All no, those cool some of them posters? are on. Some of them are in my wall. Some of them are in the rest of my house. And so okay. I brought them all. I turned my office into like uh, you know an old vintage movie poster. because uh, uh, I love so. that. I love that set for you. It's perfect for you. Yeah. Perfect for your character. It's just like I love it. All the movies. Like it's it's just it was so perfect. And for the for the very first episode to have you all dressed dapper with your quarantini and your movie posters <laughs> yes. is like yeah. i'm looking at true classic hollywood right there exactly it was like perfect perfect <laughs> it's so it just true. something about it was also something about uh it, it, it reminded me of that, of that lovely moment that i had in the in the tarantino film yes. where I, I i turned to the camera you know as as uh as alan kincaid and i and i did my alan kincaid voice and i said Hello. That's kind of what you I'm were Martin. doing. I'm Martin Blake. Yeah. You know, so I was I was channeling yes. I was channeling a little bit of that guy too. So I'm oh, kind of bringing him back a little bit. We just saw that by the way, like right after I met all of you guys for the first initial meeting when when yeah. Jerry had all of us meet, we sat down to watch it and and I was like there's Spencer. I was so happy to see your face. I was so you were like you were so good. It was so per- you were so perfectly cast for that, and so I can totally see how you brought some of that, you know, totally. to 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 Marty for sure. That is so funny that you said there's Spencer. <clears throat> I did. Excuse I was me. Like there's. Spencer. <laughs> yeah, we, so Spencer, if you if you had any idea prior to this whole theater shutdown stuff, if you could see myself and Logan anytime we go see a movie that you're in, or my poor family <laughs> when I'm sitting at home, because like I said, it seems like every TV show I watch, right. you know, you're in it. Like, yeah. we, we have those moments. Look, there's Spencer. Like, you know, the people in the movie theater are like, exactly. shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's like, we don't know who Spencer is, but you do, clearly. Like, yeah. You know, it's so good, you know. How 
awful, you guys. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's fun. Oh, it is. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of me. But I'm, 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 <laughs> no, never. Not never. me. I've made a whole new game out of it. Like, what show can I find that I can't find you in? And I haven't been able to do it so far. It's like, damn, you there know, it is. You well, guys, don't you, don't you turn guys it into a drinking it. game. <laughs> <laughs> But you guys could do a whole podcast that's all about Spencer and all the things he's done and turn it into like a trivia thing. Who knows like what movie he played this in and what TV show he played this in. And you can, you, it could be like a Spencer podcast. You can have Good. all special guests who have worked with him. Just That's saying. a brilliant idea because, <laughs> I mean, we already had a little Twitter feed like that when I, I posted that I had seen him in an episode of West Wing. And, I mean, underneath it was like, it was episode such and such. And, he was, and I'm like, wow, okay. Like, all right. <laughs> so th- there's those people out there that would totally kill at that trivia game. Right, yeah. right. Meanwhile, Spencer's like, all right. <laughs> all right, guys. <laughs> Stop talking Spen- about me. <laughs> I still want you back on, on Picard, man. I feel like that relationship is there, Spence. You should be bringing back. Uh, well, I, I, I'm not at liberty to say. <laughs> oh! oh uh-oh. I, I, I always love when they say we can't say. I know. Maybe I, they I just said. <laughs> or, when, or, when they, or when they say, I would tell you. But right. Right. <laughs> Wait, can I ask, no, so you, guys are, you guys are very flattering. I'm, I'm blushing like a tomato over here. So you're very <laughs> I was going to bring up Jeremy. Um, and, and, and so Jeremy, did Spence, did you know, Jeremy, you've been working with Jeremy too? Or wait, you, Jeremy, okay, let's take, Jeremy. take two. Take two. Okay, Jeremy, did, Jeremy <laughs> did not know, Jeremy did not know Jerry, but he knew you from working with you, correct? Jeremy and I, Jeremy, I knew Jeremy as a casting director. I had read right. for Jeremy on many, right. many occasions. We love we Jeremy. became friends, and then Jeremy was brought on to America 2.0. Jeremy was Jeremy was the one who initially brought me into the the table read of what was initially a pilot, a television pilot for a, a brilliantly written show called America 2.0. And I did a table read, and I was one of the actors that Jeremy thought of very sweetly to come in and read for. And I befriended uh, the writer-creator of the show, uh, J.S. Mayank, who ultimately turned it in. We came up with the idea to turn it into a podcast. Jeremy, J.S., and myself, and J.S.'s writing partner, David Carlisle, we turned this television pilot into a very successful podcast. Jeremy and I, on the basis of that, decided to become producing partners. So when Jerry... Uh, when our friend Jeremy Jerry right, uh, asked right. asked me to uh, to come on board, I said we need a casting director, and I know just yeah. the guy. So so yeah, I, I, I wrangled Jeremy into this. He's probably going to kill me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's doing so great with it because he's oh my like, god, he's extraordinary. Like, Jeremy yeah, Gordon like, is extraordinary. He's, he's He's and great. he's probably going to ruin the day that I ever, you know, asked Look, him to come to don't, don't, don't let him make you think anything different. We were just talking to him prior to doing this before y'all called, and he is so enthusiastic and so beaming about he's this wonderful. project. Yes. He is so proud. So, uh, yeah, I, I can imagine he's quite the happy guy. And his parents, and his parents are like two of our best supporters and, and our best fans. He was telling us his sweet yes. parents are like supporting the show. And like, I love that. I love you know, support that you get, not just from people within the industry, you get parents and like parents of our wonderful casting director. Like it's just, it's fantastic. And he's been, I mean, aside from the casting director, one of the producers as well, you know, sitting in on all the shoots and, you know, giving his, his uh, five cents about this scene and that scene and making sure I don't, (laughs) making sure that I don't curse, first of all, (laughs) making sure I keep it clean. But he's been just really great in terms of like organizing things and, (laughs) 
you know. Wait, what the hell? What I, no, I, I had to laugh. It's like we're making sure we keep it clean. So, so you no. can't curse, but lotion is fine. But lotion, Wait, let me, <laughs> lotion is fine. Guys, we've got to keep it clean. Oh my goodness! You can you can you can rub lotion on your leg. You just can't say fuck. That's, right. so, okay That's a that. t-shirt right there. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> So, good. so you can say you can rub lotion or you can say fuck, but you can't. But fuck you with can't. Lotion. <laughs> That's exactly perfect. Oh my god! No, yes. no. Yes. And, and clearly Nate was about to, which is why he fell and the camera went dead. You know, exactly. so, like he knew. No, we got to keep this clean. I got to fall right He's here. Like, keep it clean. I'm done. I'm, I'm done. Boom, boom. Because <laughs> he was about to cross the two, and exactly. you can't do that. You can't cross the right. two. That's right. Keep it clean. <laughs> Yeah. This is a semi-semi. Yeah, he was about semi. he was about to cross the Rubicon. Though. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can only take so much. I mean, come on now. Exactly. It's, it's, oh my gosh, Poor you guys. Alex had blue balls. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. My yeah God. Well, <laughs> I just can't. I can't. It happens to the best of us. It does. What are you it do? does. What What are you gonna do? I mean, you, uh, he was he was uh, from the second you showed him your ass, that was it. It was like, no, <laughs> this is done. Like, All right, mom. <laughs> right. Like, you know. I know. Oh my god. I'm gosh, curious man. what's gonna. I'm, I'm curious what's gonna happen, Spence. I think you may know more than me, but I'm always curious. Like, like I'm waiting now to find out what's gonna happen this you know uh the next time that we shoot oh and absolutely so so i'm always like sort of excited when i get the little you know the, the little email from our you know ari and our, our other producer like hmm, what what, what storyline's happening i always look at it and i'm always like oh this is fun or wow this is crazy but it's always exciting for me to open that email and see like what they have in store for us this week well i mean i don't, I know. Feel like I, Al- I don't know i feel like alex is maybe two episodes away from a, a padded room. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> maybe one episode. Maybe, maybe one. Maybe, one. Episode, yeah. maybe oh, one episode from a padded room or, 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 a, or a straitjacket. Um, no, she's, I, we're all going to be fine at the end of this. Thing, sure. I, I, I think I, yeah. yeah. So where um, where does that leave? Okay, if Alex is in the padded room, though, where does that leave Nate looking for love with Marty? Because he's already been shafted in the relationship at home. Then he's not going to get Alex because Alex is going to be in the padded room. I feel like he's going to be calling up Marty, like you know, can I need help? They're going to be each other's wingman. That's like, it. They're going to be wingman. I mean, if anybody what? comes to Marty for advice about love, then then they're in the wrong business. <laughs> <laughs> nobody nobody should look. Nobody should be looking to Marty Blake for. Uh, for relationship uh, that's pretty clear Mar- Mar- marty would be like i'm glad you're here nate can you lotion my legs oh. <laughs> again again that's the spinoff and we can't. <laughs> yeah, that's the spinoff right there there's plenty of time for that oh my I mean, goodness. this show, this show could, it could go there's so many there's so many great opportunities for every character like it must be so fun for the writers to to sit you know and and come up with such fun things because you just never know. The sky's the sure, limit, right? Exactly. Like, sure. Any, any, anything could happen, and that's what's so fun about it is, and that's what's fun about being able to improv it too. Is you can put in your own little, you know, um, stuff in there. Like whatever happens, it's just, it's just all good fun, and and you could always bring it down a notch or bring it up a notch. Right. Oh, you know, there's just so much, so much room for fun and and or not fun and like real life stuff and whatever it is like there's so much that could happen with this group during this time absolutely so um i'm excited to get the next little breakdown this is very soap opera though i i maybe jt or ever neither one is the daddy what? Da, da, da. What? Oh, like, <laughs> what? Oh. You're right. 
right. I mean, come on now. You never know. Maybe real baby daddy came and got her. We don't know. Like, just. (laughs) Right. Or maybe it's Marty. Oh. I was going to say that. Mm. I was going to say that. It could be Marty. It could be Marty. It could be Marty. Marty's Marty's actually. His plan to stay on the show is to eliminate all the younger people. It's like, you know. Exactly right. Now you're catching on. Right. Now you're catching on. So he's going to knock one up. That's right. And he's going to do something to the other one. Ah. I, oh. I'd live watch that by, by yeah. attrition. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You know, it's it's yeah. uh, revenge by screwing. It literally, screwing. <laughs> literally, literally by screwing. <laughs> See, uh, uh, yeah, oh, now everybody's going to be watching. Exactly. Everybody was already watching. Now even more are going to be now watching. Now they're like, it's oh like, wait, oh, yeah. okay, score. <laughs> So good. It definitely. I'm so glad you guys came on to talk about it because, yeah, from the second we started talking that we were going to have you guys on. And, I mean, clearly there are a lot of people that are watching this right now and are connecting to it. So, I mean, we, we could not be more happy that you guys came on to talk about it. Oh, thank well, we you could for always having use more. me. We could always, we could always use more uh, more watchers. And, uh, you know, and, and every, every, every eyeball that, uh, that comes our way and gets turned on to the show – uh, you know, they, they see the link and, uh, you know, we would love it if, if they're enjoying the show and they're getting seven minutes of pleasure, uh, right. which is also the title of my autobiography. <laughs> is coming out in the fall. <laughs> that is a title of something. Woo. Yeah. If they're getting seven minutes of pleasure or it's a pleasure, whatever it is, however long the episode is, <laughs> if they want to click on the link and, you know, and kick in uh, $3 to the SAG After Foundation COVID-19 Foundation. Relief Fund. Yeah, uh, it would be it would be extraordinary because people have this perception of actors that, you know, we're all sitting around uh, our swimming pools uh, drinking oh, margaritas. Right. Yeah. Um, right, but, right. you know, it, the whole business is shut down. And uh, and I just found out uh, Los Angeles is probably not going to reopen until the end of July now, mm. which means that, uh, you know, most I just of us saw are that. Probably not gonna, we're, we're probably not going to go back to work until, you know, poss- quite possibly. Uh, until the new year, which is a pretty daunting thought. So it is. Um, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You know. Well, listen, man. It's, you you know, Spence. We we got you. We will promote the hell out of it. We will, we will put it. You know, my vote Seth Cup still sits in my office on all of our YouTube videos, man. So we were going to give as much love to this project as we did to America Aww. 2.0, and we are going to get it out there. Uh, we're we going to tell people to watch it, man. You you know, and open invite, man. If you guys want to come back, anybody from the cast wants to come back, so of course, fun. we would we would want oh you guys gosh. back to talk about it, man. So fun. It's you guys are first of all. I just I'm I'm a little behind on my social media. I just saw you guys on Twitter. I'm going to follow you guys on Twitter. Yes. I don't mind, but I'm, 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 I'm like up to my kneecaps in like math and science with my child. But oh, yeah. I, I just so appreciate your support and I appreciate, you know, you guys don't know me. So having me come on with the wonderful Spencer is, is flattering and was so fun. And I would love to do it again and check back in and, you know, and why not have some of our, we have such a great cast. Like there's, they're, they're all just fun, wonderful people. And why not have like some others come on and sure. just like, and sort of check in and just say, Hey, this is where we're at. Because I feel like there's more, a lot more fun to be had with this show and Definitely. with this group of people. But we just appreciate you guys because it's people like you that help keep our show, you know, out there and going. So 
Absolutely. So thank you. Well, thank you. We we appreciate the kind thank words. You. And yeah, open invite, guys. We do. You guys know, Spence. You know, we do a top five every day. Maybe we get a bunch of y'all together to uh, do a top five oh, soap opera scenarios or something. Right. You know, it'd be hilarious, oh and, and just keep letting right. people know about the show. Right. Yeah. We love, we love us. We love us some crazy ants, man. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Crazy Ant is the best name ever. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I'm a crazy ant. Oh, so. awesome. Awesome. <laughs> totally. Honorary crazy ants always. Yes, exactly. You guys are always I'll welcome. It. I'll take it. <laughs> Beautiful. Listen, well, guys, guys. Yeah. Listen, like I said, anytime you want to come back or anybody wants to come, you just let us know. And the answer is always going to be yes. Uh, we're thrilled. And you guys take care. Stay safe. And just, you know. Thank you. And anything we can do for you, let us know. Oh, you thank too. You, guys. you too, fellas. Stay safe in North Carolina. I've got a lot of love for that state. So you all stay me safe. Too. Thank no, you. And, me too. Uh, stay home. My- Put a mask on. Don't take any shit for anybody that gives you any shit about wearing a mask. Um, this thing ain't over by long No, so wear okay. your mask. Definitely. Yes, for sure. Yeah, take it from the girl who's in New York City. Put your mask on. <laughs> yeah, for and, sure. Yes, and I send you guys good energy over there to North Carolina as well. That's where my dad is. And um, and uh, just thank you. And I hope everybody stays safe. And Spence, you as well. And one day we'll all be in the same room together, yes. which yes. will be amazing. That would be and awesome, we, you know? That, yeah. We're totally yeah. down it for that. It can happen. That's it can right. Happen. When it happens, it's going to be that much more exciting. Absolutely. So, well, when um, thing gets picked up to series, we're going to have the premiere party uh, at your husband's restaurant. Yeah. I just decided. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, like, I you know what? God willing, right? Like like let's God all willing. from your lips, let's just put everything out there. It's because his restaurant's closed right now, of course. But let's you know what? Let's just hope that everything goes, you know, in a positive direction and a healing direction and then we'll all get to see each other. Definitely. That's the best yeah. way to end it right there. You, fellas. Yes, yeah. you too, right. Spence. Thank you guys again. Not a problem. Bye, you guys have Bye, a good guys. week. Bye, Lish. Love you. Talk to you. I love. Guys. I'll see you in a few days. And guys, Cheers. thanks again. You guys take care. And I had so such fun today. Oh, appreciate it. Good. Bye bye now. Yay. Bye, guys. Wow. That was just so damn good. Like, <laughs> wow. Just this show is epic. I know. And I just love sometimes, you, you know, I, I think me and you just kind of like like to just sit back and let them and talk. listen. Yeah. Because they, t- they have so many great stories. And exactly. you hear about their history or how they did stuff together or how. I mean, sometimes you just don't have to say anything. Exactly. Just let them talk. And like, uh, yeah, that was really fun. It was so fun. So fun. And guys, be sure to check out their instagram igtv show quarantine the show that's what we were talking about during the whole interview it is just phenomenal honestly uh just great product man yeah, great man. content and guys it's like six or eight minutes long yeah. the, the episode if you have I mean, quibi it's the same thing exactly like, i mean trust us they are so worth sitting down and watching they are entertaining as hell yes yes thank you again guys for coming on the show all right, guys, now it is time for the top five segment. Yes. Oh, man, everybody knows we're film lovers. We love all types of genres of films. And action. And action. <laughs> we like some explosion every now and then. We love some delicious dialogue. That's right. We do like some explosions. So this week's top five is actors in action movies. What actors can pull off this type of role the best? Well, 
Here's our opinions. Yeah, these are good lists. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, my number five, especially recently, is Keanu Reeves, especially mm. for John Wick. Oh, mm. my goodness. This freaking, the first time I ever saw the first one, I was just blown away by the type of filmmaking it was. And, like, he maybe had maybe a page or two of dialogue the whole time. Right. Everything else was just epic just epic badass fight scenes but of course he was in the matrix um the matrix series point break speed all those other good ones but my favorite of his is john wick yeah speed might be the ultimate action flick yeah that that thing was intense the one people live up to yeah harrison i mean um (laughs) harrison Harrison i'm about to tell you mine sandra bullock i was gonna say but number five for me since i jumped right in there uh harrison ford yes and i'm not even gonna mention star wars no no harrison ford is a kick-ass action star he is uh blade runner i mean come on guys blade runner yeah any of the Jack Clancy, you know, stuff, Patriot Games, you could just pick any one of them. Yeah, honestly. Uh, all badass action flicks and, and thrillers. And The Fugitive. I oh. mean, you remember that shit when he's that on the run? Man? Yeah. Dude, man, The Fugitive is like that kick really ass. Good. So I feel like he's really come into his own as an action star, even in, in his senior years. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, we all know he was badass in fucking Star Wars and Indiana Jones. But in the later years, he's just been killing it, man. Yeah, seriously. Just I stop agree. flying. Just, I know. I was going to say something about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see you do more action films. So stop so flying. stop fucking flying. Right. Harrison, please. Please. Uh, uh, my number four is Denzel Washington. Yes. This dude's an absolute badass, especially with the Book of Eli, the Equalizers uh, 1 and 2, and Training Day. Yes. Oh, my God. Those are just absolutely – I was blown away by each one of those films, but definitely Training Day. Oh. That one Ooh. is my fucking well, – honestly, one of my favorites Man. from Denzel Washington. Yeah, him and uh... – uh, Ethan Hawke. Yeah. They're just like insane in that. So movie. good. Woo! So good. My next one is Kurt Russell. Mm. Kurt Russell, man. Yeah. Snake. Escape from New York. So good. Seriously one of the best action flicks of all time. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. He's awesome. Uh, Tombstone. Yeah, I mean, of course. You don't even have to say anything beyond a tombstone. Nuff said. Nuff uh, said. And Tango and Cash, man. And I put Tango and Cash in there because, one, I love Terry Hatcher. And I think it was a brilliant film. And it's going to lead to another one on my list. Yes. Tango and Cash was a great action flick if you haven't seen it. There you go. All right. There you go. My number three. I mean, how could we not put this guy on one of our lists? Bruce Lee, the master himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, B. Walter. Oh, my goodness. Fist of Fury. Absolute badass kung fu movie i mean just the whole genre he invented he paved the way for others like jackie chan and many others that just came on i mean and honestly chuck norris the fucking the movie with them fighting each other is just epic hell yes epic so yes bruce lee my number three definite without a doubt my number three sly sylvester stallone i feel you who starred in tango and cash with kurt russell yeah and terry hatcher uh, but of course, Rocky, Rambo, two huge action-filled f- yeah. uh, franchises, without doubt. And again, another one who kind of in the senior aspect of his career is still getting shit done. The yeah. Expendables. Yeah. I mean, those are all like huge action flicks that have done well at the box office. They're yeah. getting ready to be another one made and everything. And this guy's still kicking ass. Yeah. And uh, for the bullet to the head, there's so many I c- I could have put know. on the list. I it's... mean, this guy. 
He's an action star. Yeah. He's an action star. He really is. Sylvester Storm. Absolutely insane. Um, my number two, it was really hard because he's honestly probably my favorite action star right now. But, I mean, of course, I went nostalgia for my number one. But my favorite action star <laughs> right now and for my number two choice, Mark Wahlberg. Mm. This dude is a fucking badass. He like, is. Two, our four brothers, the shooter movie, Two Guns with Denzel Washington. Yeah. And uh, Lone Survivor. That's honestly mm. one of my favorite military flicks. Uh, so absolute badass. I honestly love everything he does. I love his even his goofy stuff like with Will Ferrell and other guys. I mean, Daddy's Home was okay, but other guys was absolutely hilarious. But yeah, Mark Wahlberg is a fucking badass i mean the range man he is a he's he's the definitive action star but can also do the comedies and shit so i mean guy's brilliant man and come on let's see an entourage come on bring it bring it back we need ari uh number two for me which i know you're gonna think i know what (laughs) i know the mouth said this guy yeah but i am tom cruise yeah tom cruise you cannot deny the man is an action star. I know. <laughs> he does all of his own action, okay? Yeah. He breaks legs and shit. Like, I mean, it's crazy. He's so, like, little guy. But I he's know. an action he, guy, okay? I know. Top Gun. I mean, come on. All of the Mission Impossible movies. Are yeah. we kidding? Jack Reacher, most recently. The yeah. two Jack Reacher movies. Badass. Uh, Night of Day. Uh, Oblivion. Like, all these movies that he's been in, man, are, like, kick-ass. Yeah. Tom Cruise. Uh, yeah, I mean, say what you will about his, him as a person, but yeah, I love his movies. It's a guilty pleasure. I will it's, say it's that. True. <laughs> like, I wanted to put Last Samurai on the list, but I think that's more of a, like a drama. Yeah. Although there's an epic fucking action battle scene at the end of that yeah. film if you haven't seen it. So that's action star right there. But yeah, just Tom Cruise. I know. Tom it, Cruise. And he's is. going to space. Yeah, right. Action men go to space. That's Be all prepared. I'm saying. Be prepared for <laughs> Tom Cruise going to space. Uh, <laughs> So for my number one, I got Arnold Schwarzenegger. I know, I know. I said nostalgia, guys. How can you not? I went back. I mean, of course, you got Predator, you got Commando. My favorite of his is Commando because that just badass. Alyssa Milano. I fucking, yeah, there you go, right there. I love when, uh, remember when I said I would kill you last? Yeah, yeah, I remember you said you did. I lied. And this dropped the dude off the cliff. Oh, my God. And uh, Last Action Hero. Even though like I go back and watch that one now, it's like so cheesy, but it's the best type of cheese. Yeah. Like, it's so delicious. And True Lies. Yeah. Like a comedic action movie. Yeah. Like, it was badass with James Cameron and everything. I mean, that was that was. Awesome. But, yeah, I'm so glad you put Commando on there because it's – it's. I love Commando. It's so good. Uh, it's so epic when he picks up little Alyssa Milano. I know. Little bitty. Like, like you know. Like, who's the boss? I think even pre, who's the boss, Alyssa Milano. Uh, yeah. Like, little bitty. But, uh, oh, so nostalgic, man. Good good actor i yeah. mean i've always been an arnold fan so yeah. get to the chopper it's yeah. true yeah and get to the chopper and then come on the show and then come on the uh, show yeah just arnold Alyssa, anybody rosario uh, like anybody that was in that movie come on the show yes That's fantastic it. okay my number one also go ahead <laughs> tell me your number one uh clint eastwood yes badass yes clint eastwood is the ultimate badass action star yeah. in my opinion that's all i'm saying heartbreak ridge Come on, overcome, adapt. I mean, like, <laughs> like he's a badass fucking marine, man. You Hell don't fuck. Yeah. He was bad enough. You don't fuck with him. But when he's a marine, yeah, no. you definitely don't fuck with don't marine even, Clint yeah. Eastwood. Um, 
in the line of fire with John Melkovich when he's the Secret Service guy, you yep. know, trying to protect the president. So intense. And, of course, all the fucking Dirty Harry movies. Yeah. Like, I mean, guy is bad. Any which way you can, any which way but loose. Like, all these things that, you know, that he's been in, man, they're just, you don't think. But yeah. 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 I mean, or Unforgiven. Yeah. Damn near every Western he did was full of action. I know. So, I just, you know. By far, probably one of the best Western action stars ever. Oh, without In my opinion. Doubt. Yeah. 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 I mean, just, mm. But again, just gritty. I feel just like everything he does is dramatic and gritty. Yeah. Like, I just, you know. So good. So yeah. good. What are your favorite actors in action movie roles? We want to know. We do. We want to oh know. Oh my goodness. If you're watching us on YouTube, comment below. If you saw this video on Instagram or Twitter, please comment below as well because we just want to know. And if you're listening to the podcast on all podcast platforms, tell us. Comment below, add us on Twitter at JLo Fantastic or at Crazy Ant Media or Crazy Ant Guide 1970. <laughs> so many, man. There's so, so many crazy ant things. It's crazy. There is. There is. But we, yeah, I mean, please do. Please do. I mean, we love the top five segment. We love the interaction. So just thank you for getting crazy. We love the top five. Oh, shit, y'all. Guess what? Box Office Predictions is back. Yeah. What? I know. I know what you're thinking. How? But there are a couple theaters yeah. open, and there are drive-ins open, and th- there are some movies yeah. making money. It's wild. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's but, wild. And we're happy to say that the number one movie has one of our guests in it, Jameson yes. Jones, from last week, man. We're so super excited yes. for him, man. Number one, The Wretched, with 92000 You heard that right. $92,000, number I, one. Yep, yep. Uh, 21 theaters. I'm guessing some of those are drive-ins as I would well. Think so. so, yeah, go see that one. It's also on Amazon Prime. It's a badass horror movie, guys. You will not be disappointed. No, it's awesome. Um, number two is How to Build a Girl. You heard that right. How do you build them? We don't know. Watch, Watch the movie. The movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, with $32,000 uh, in nine theaters. And get this, guys. Our third one, The Burnt Orange Hersey. Yep. $55. $55. It's only in one theater. One theater. One th- but $55 was enough to get you on the list Go at you. number three. Go you. Like eight people saw this movie last week. Yeah. Like just But you made it. You made it you on the made list. made it. I don't know. I think your predictions are going to be pretty pretty easy for next yeah, week, bro. Yeah, basically the same. Basically the same. Uh, numbers a little lower, but basically the same spots. That, They're the just, only three movies. They're the only three he can pick. Exactly. So I, mean, I just like you know, exactly until July. I feel like your predictions are pretty safe. I know. I know. It's absolutely wild. <laughs> oh my goodness! But now it is time for the IMDb Pro Top Trending segment. Who's trending? Who's not? I don't know. Download the app and subscribe because it's a great freaking app. It's the one-stop shop if you're definitely in the entertainment industry and you will not be disappointed by this thing. Nope. Casting announcements, box office, uh, how to reach out to publicists, how to reach out to agents. Like You get all of this information for a low price of $19.99. It is hands down the single best 20 bucks I spend every month. Yeah. It's the most value for my buck. It really is. I agree. It just really is. I agree. And the top trending film, the top trending picture this week is... picture, I like that picture. You know who else likes that? Doug Bancroft. That's right. The Raven's Vision. Just wait. Watch the teaser trailer. (laughs) Watch both teaser trailers. Uh, The film is The Wrong Missy. Not the right one. Not the right one. The Wrong Missy. The wrong one. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. This is David Spade's new one, and uh, Rob Schneider, and like, you know, I think it's on Netflix right now or whatever. So we told you they're a joke. And so this is a comedic film. There you you go. I would assume David Spade and Rob Schneider, it's got to be a comedic film. Yeah. Um, So, but. Top Trender. Top Trender. Uh, the Top Trending <laughs> TV show is Dead to Me yes. on Netflix. It's a good one, guys. It's absolutely wild. I mean, it takes you on a ride each and every episode, and they're only 30 minutes. So, I mean, you go through a lot of shit. I'm just it's saying. True. But, I mean, come on. Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini are, like, brilliant week in and week out. I agree. This is a, this is a great show. It is. We're new to it. You know, we just started watching it. What? We do a lot of stuff. We do. Okay? But, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. And it totally makes sense to me that's trending right now. Yeah, exactly. And it makes sense that the number one trending star is Linda Cardellini. Velma! It's Velma from Scooby-Doo! Exactly. For y'all <laughs> who don't know, she is a phenomenal actress. She really and I is. Mean, she's Hawkeye's wife, guys. That's true. Yeah. Hawkeye's wife in the Avengers. Uh, like she's uh, She was on ER. Just so many things. Her range. Talk about an actress that has a phenomenal range. Yeah. <laughs> Linda Cardellini. Yeah. She's fantastic. Seriously. Come on the show, Linda. Come on the show. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. But thank you guys for getting a little crazy with us on episode 114. Uh, Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast. We've got to thank our guests one more time. Yes. Spencer Garrett and Alicia Minshew. Thank you so much for coming on the show and talking quarantine show with us and getting a little crazy. You guys know how we like to do it on the inside the crazy ant farm. And they fit right in. They really did. They fit right in. Yes. Seriously. Seriously. Be sure to follow them both on social media and be sure to follow us on social media at Crazy Ant Media and follow us both personally, myself at JLo Fantastic and Crazy Ant Guy 1970. Yes, that's right. And like I said, subscribe to this podcast podcast anywhere you listen to your podcast anchor apple podcast spotify google play music iHeartRadio, watch us on youtube and so many more yeah yes yeah. oh my goodness and visit our website crazyandmedia.com where there everything you need to know about crazy and media is on the everything. website like merch is on there start rocking the latest and greatest crazy and media merch hats shirts bags Anything you need, and we got that insight about the Bonks Boxers. That's right. If you want the ants in the pants. That's right. <laughs> I think we should give a t-shirt to whoever is the first to order I know, the, right? the, bon- like, the Bonk Boxers. Double promotion. I mean, you right know, because can you wear the Bonk Boxers without the shirt? Exactly. I mean, you got to have the whole, you really, you know. You need to. You need it. <laughs> but, uh, man, this is honestly my favorite part about episode 114 the Snyder Cut. Oh, my gosh. Holy yeah. shit. Yes. Yes. I, it's hard to argue that. The Snyder Cut and then the, the John Krasinski Fantastic Four stuff. Yeah. That's like, you know, if you're a geek, a comic book geek, you are loving this week. Yeah. You know, I mean, super excited about all that. And then also, like, it's got to be one of the more entertaining interviews we've had in quite a while. Oh, my God. I just Spencer so and Alicia are just... To use a term that they love, delicious. They are absolutely delicious. And guys, it's just a start, man. Over the next few weeks, we're going to be just highlighting this quarantine, the show. And um, you guys are in for a real treat with all these interviews. You guys are going to love it. I agree, man. I agree. And then uh, Percy Jackson as well. I mean, I liked those films. I mean, yeah, they they weren't too big at the box office, but I genuinely like those films. So I'm really interested to see what Disney Plus does with the series adaptation. Me too. Me too. It's going to be great, man. It's going to be great. But you know who Disney Plus needs to work more with? Yeah, because take her away from Apple. I take know, she's Apple. got a big deal over there, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Oprah! Oprah!